94.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Wall Street is rocketing higher. The stock market rally fueled by the government's latest report on consumer prices. It's the latest sign the inflation pressures that have gripped the nation might be easing as the economy slows and consumers grow more cautious. Consumer inflation reached 7.7% in October from a year earlier and 0.4% from September. The year-over-year gain was the smallest since January. Excluding volatile food and energy prices, core inflation rose 6.3% in the past 12 months and 0.3% from September. That's correspondent Jeremy House. Following landfall early today as a hurricane along the state's east coast, now Tropical Storm Nicole continues moving northwest across central Florida. We do expect that Nicole's going to continue moving generally to the west-northwest today across the Florida Peninsula. Uh, it could reemerge over the Gulf of Mexico this afternoon, but it won't be over water very long. The National Hurricane Center's Robbie Berg and the storm has cut power to more than 300,000 Floridians. The 2024 presidential race could wind up being a repeat of 2020. A day after the midterms, President Biden discussed his political future. Our intention is to run again. That's been our intention, regardless of what the outcome of this election was. He said it would be a family decision and expects to have an answer early next year. Former President Donald Trump has been teasing a re-election bid, too, and says he plans to make a big announcement next week. Greg Clugston. Washington. And the jury is still out on which party will control Congress. Republicans are edging closer to a narrow majority in the House, while the Senate majority could hinge on next month's runoff in Georgia. Looking at Wall Street, the Dow's up 907 points. The Nasdaq ahead 589. That's a gain of almost 6%. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm Andy. I started Harry's because I was frustrated with buying razors at the drugstore. And when I say frustrated, I mean like so upset I called my friend Jeff. Hello, this is Jeff. Jeff, I'm at the store, and I don't get why these razors... Cost so much? Yeah, and do they need to look like robots? Ah, dude, I know, and it's so frustrating how expensive they are. Getting ripped off sucks. We gotta do something about this. Why don't we make our own high-quality razors at much better prices? Actually, I heard about this German razor factory that makes some really high-quality blades. Really? Okay, maybe that's not exactly how it went, but we did buy that German factory where we're turning high-quality steel into super-sharp blades for a smooth shave at a great price. Seriously, as low as $2 per cartridge. Over the past 10 years, 20 million people have tried Harry's. Join them and get your starter set now. That's a five-blade razor, weighted handle, and shave gel, all for just 3 bucks with free shipping, backed by our quality guarantee. If you don't like it, it's on us. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code MODERN at checkout. That's harrys.com, code MODERN. Another setback for the rights of women and girls in Afghanistan. The Taliban is banning women from using gyms in Afghanistan. The move is the latest restriction that has seen the religious group crack down on women's freedoms since they took power more than a year ago. Ever since the Taliban overran Afghanistan last August, they have banned girls from middle school and high school and restricted women from taking on most jobs. They have also ordered women to wear head-to-toe clothing in public. The constant curtailing of women's liberties is a U-turn from their initial promises to the country that women's rights would be respected. I'm Karen Chamas. Striking subway workers shut down half of the Paris metro lines today. It's a nationwide day of walkouts and protests by French train drivers, teachers and other public sector workers. 
They're demanding that the government and employers increase pay to keep up with inflation, which is raging in France. Breaking news and analysis, townhall.com. Morning, everybody. Beautiful start out there. Mostly sunny skies today with temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. Enjoy the day. Tonight, increasing cloudiness. Temperatures drop to about 52, which is not bad for November. Friday, tomorrow, Veterans Day. Cloudy, also breezy. Scattered showers likely through the afternoon. Daytime highs will be in the mid to upper 60s. Now, coverage and intensity of rain picks up tomorrow night. Isolated thunderstorms are possible. Also, the wind gets stronger with gusts up to or over 50 miles an hour. Saturday, wet and windy to start drier during the afternoon with at least partial clearing, continued windy. Highs near 70 inland, 68 for the shoreline. Temperatures peak early, then trend cooler as the wind switches to the north and west. Sunday, a mixture of sun and clouds, breezy and much cooler, with highs only in the upper 40s to near 50 for the shoreline. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe and healthy Thursday. 55 in Norwich, 58 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. Democrats will maintain control of the Connecticut State House and Senate for at least the next two years after the votes were all counted. The unofficial results from Tuesday showed Democrats keeping that same 97-54 majority in the House that they've had for the last two years. Senate Democrats expected to have at least a 23-13 member majority in the state Senate once the votes are all uh, certified. Voters in six Rhode Island communities rejected recreational marijuana retail sales on Tuesday. Twenty-five cities and towns, including Westerly, approved retail sales. A state law was enacted earlier this year legalizing adult use of recreational marijuana. An old Saybrook man has pleaded guilty to evading federal income taxes in operating his con- contracting uh, business. Uh, prosecutors say uh, Jimmy Casimus received large sums of money from that business but filed no tax returns. Between 2018 and 2021, his actions reportedly resulted in a tax loss for the IRS of more than $233,000. Casimus faces a maximum of five years in prison at sentencing, which has not yet been scheduled. Mostly sunny, just a beautiful day today, up to 66. 55 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH, and now Stu Breyer. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Well, it's been a very long time since we've had the Colonel on the program, so uh, let's welcome him in. Colonel Rob Simmons. Hi, Rob. Are you with me? Hi, Rob. Hi, WICH. Well, that's weird. Hi, Rob. Are you with us? Not hearing anything. Hmm. Let's see what's going on. Okay. Uh, Hopefully, Rob will call us back at uh, 889-5252, but we did get a disconnect, unfortunately. So let's uh, hope that he will call us back. At 11 o'clock, excuse me, at 11 o'clock we will uh, be hearing from uh, the Sheriff Jeff from Florida about Hurricane Nikki, Nicole. And then at 1 o'clock today we've got a guest on... uh, Dermatologist, you're on the air. Is that you, Rob? 
I'm back. I don't know what happened there. I got cut off. I got disconnected. Okay, must be spies out there. Yes. <laughs> so I hope you're well, you and the family. So far, so good. Good, we like to hear that. So, um, are you surprised by the results of the midterm elections? Well, I called it a red wave. Mm-hmm. But uh, people misunderstood what I was saying. They thought I was talking about a tsunami. Yeah, well, it was but far I was from actually it. talking about a red wave, which is uh, bye bye Donald Trump. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you know, look, uh, take a look at the record when he he won uh, in 1916, took office in 2016, took office in 2017. Uh, but for the midterms, he lost a bunch of seats, and then in uh, 2020. He lost uh, to Joe Biden, which I find incredibly surprising under the circumstances, since Joe was pretty much kept in the basement. Yeah. Never saw him, mm-hmm. really, hardly at all. And then in 2021, he got involved in the in the whole Georgia situation. In 2022, um, well, now it's 2022. Um, Hard to say whether the House, or the, you know, hard to say what the majority is going to be in the House. We don't even know that the House is going to have a majority yet, although some people like Newt Gingrich were predicting 26 seats, 30 seats, this kind of stuff. Well, guess what? It didn't happen. Yeah, that was bananas. Yeah, That was crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's wrong with Newt Gingrich that he's talking that way? And he's saying six or seven Senate seats. Uh, the Republicans will be lucky to split the Senate again with Kamala Harris uh, breaking ties. So, so from... From my perspective, uh, and, and here's, here's the irony of all of this. The irony is that um, instead of you know, leaving office and being quiet and maybe uh, writing some checks to candidates, he's all over the country campaigning for his candidates to run for the general election, to win in the primary and run in the general election. And, and he, he was single-handed in <coughs> helping good candidates to lose the primary, lousy candidates to win the primary, and then they went on to win the, uh, to lose the general election, in most cases with one or two exceptions. So, so he was very engaged in, in this uh, midterm election, and it, and it blew up in his face. And it blew up in the face of the Republicans. I'm pretty disgusted with uh, Donald Trump. I haven't Well, Donald Trump needs time. to go away, okay? I've said he that numerous simply, times. Uh, face facts. And the facts are that except for his win in 2016, the election where he beat Hillary Clinton, who was not a great candidate, not very popular, except for that win, he's he's lost. Mm -hmm. And this is just the latest. And and so enough already. Uh, And yet he's now attacking Ron DeSantis, who who is the future of the Republican Party, a successful uh, uh, military guy. A lieutenant commander, commander in the U.S. Navy, an attorney, a JAG officer, a um, successful member of Congress, a successful governor who just beat Charlie Crist by 20 points, a huge victory, turned uh, um, a purple state red in the case of Florida, has been very successful with covert educational, with COVID educational issues, uh, economic issues, and so on and so on. And now, he, now he's calling them names. What's with that? Well, let's cut to the chase. Let's face it. It's all about him. It's yeah. not about the American people. It's all about his uh, ego and his narcissism. And, uh, and now he's going to make an, a, 
at a big announcement, and I can't even watch it. It's unbearable if he's going to say he's going to run. Well, if he's going to run, I'm going to say I'm not supporting you. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't own the Republican Party. The Republican Party actually belongs to the electorate, and it belongs to the people who vote for Republicans. It doesn't belong to an individual. Um, and I was reading a, a Newsweek uh, magazine back in June of, of this year, and the, on the front page is Ron DeSantis, and it, and it says, President Ron DeSantis, question mark. The Florida governor wants to out-Trump Trump all the way to the White House. Well, Newsweek is no friend of... Of, of the Republican Party or of Ron DeSantis. They're actually trying to um, paint him into the Donald Trump corner. But, but that, in fact, is, is not the case. And when one of the comments that uh, is made by one of the people interviewed for this article says, there's no world in which Donald Trump loses gracefully. If he can't destroy DeSantis, he'll burn the Republican Party down. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, the Republican Party has been around for a long time. And, and there may be people inside the party that want to burn it down. There may be people outside the party uh, who may want to burn it down. But, but um, that's really not up to one individual. Uh, that's up to the, to the members of the party and, and those who vote for them. And, and uh, as my wife told me this morning, the best red wave would be for Donald Trump to wave goodbye. Well, well, uh, he may or may not do that. Well, I've been saying that for a long time. But the next best red wave is for the Republican Party to wave him goodbye, which is kind of the way I opened our our commentary. Time time for him to go. So it's... uh it appears to me it's pretty likely that he endorsed candidates that were not the best candidates because the ones that were the best may have had a negative opinion about him. And Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Really, uh, and I appreciated his accomplishments, but as a person, he just he says he loves America. He loves himself, basically. So, you okay? Yes. And... Uh, hold one second. Yeah, sure. I I got time. Uh, yeah, I I had a, a connection issue there. Yeah, that's exactly correct. I mean, uh, Doctor Oz. How great a candidate was he? And and I'm told that uh, the reason he endorsed Doctor Oz is because Melania said she liked him. She liked his TV show. Yeah, well, that's, that's all great. very nice. That's wonderful. Yeah. But 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 you know, Doctor Oz was a flawed candidate from day one. And when somebody has had a stroke and can hardly talk, beats. The Republican candidate in Pennsylvania, uh, replacing Pat Toomey, who I served with in the in the House many years ago, who is a very smart, capable guy. Sure, he's conservative, but he's fiscally conservative. He's articulate, and the people of Pennsylvania voted him into office time and time and time again. So, so the Toomey record, the Pat Toomey record in Pennsylvania, was a very solid record. Mm-hmm. And surely there there would be somebody other than a TV personality could uh, go in and and run successfully. In fact, there were several people who did, but they just got tired of the infighting and, and dropped out. So Dr. Oz became the candidate. He never led. He was never ahead. Uh, he was uh, under constant attack. There was even a question of whether he actually lived in Pennsylvania, uh, you know, because essentially he, he had spent much of his uh, life in New Jersey, uh, not in Pennsylvania, although he had a house in Pennsylvania and so on and so forth. But, you know, that's not a good candidate. Uh, and to be beaten by somebody who's had a stroke and hardly can, can hardly put two sentences together is, is pathetic. Let me ask you this question. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, as far as 
early voting in the, you know, used to go in, there'd be paper ballots, everything would be smooth, we'd actually know who won in the same decade, uh, and now the early voting, uh, you know, days and days before, and even before they've had a debate, uh, are we very flawed on this? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a, I, I think it's a mistake to allow early voting before the candidates have had a debate. And obviously, in the case of Fetterman, they did everything in their power mm-hmm. to postpone the debate to the very last moment. Uh, that's just manipulation of the process. It's not mm-hmm. stealing the election, but it's it's certainly putting your thumb on the scale. Uh, the same the same lack of debates. Uh, I think we sort of had here. Uh, in Connecticut, where candidates didn't want to debate, when I when I ran in 2000, when I ran in 2000 against Sam Gageson, we had seven debates. Wow. Uh, he sh- he showed up for four of the seven. <laughs> he didn't show up for three. He got a he got a surrogate to come in and do it for him. But we had seven debates. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we I ran against Jimmy Sullivan, when I again ran against Courtney, we had five or six. Jimmy Sullivan, we had. Uh, five or six, and then when I ran against Courtney the second time, we had I think eleven, which was too many. We had too many. Uh, it was it was uh, impossible to uh, do it with my schedule because the, we were in Washington D.C. right up until October, and uh, so I had to fly back for debates and then fly back to Washington. Um, but I don't think Joe Courtney had more than two debates with with I think he had a panel. He had one debate with uh, mm-hmm. with um, Mike France. France. And, you know, that's yeah, that's just that's just it doesn't make sense. You got People have to have an opportunity to to uh, listen to the candidates and and see them uh, uh, function. Uh, but I will tell you this: that uh, I was a poll worker here in Stonington for 14 hours. I worked in the polls, mm. and it was um, it was it was part it was party line. There 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 were probably the number of women who voted as opposed to men was probably three to one. Three to one women over men. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Just a constant stream of women coming in, and um, clearly uh, they were concerned about um, the abortion issue uh, because I heard the discussions that were taking place uh, outside the the polling area, and uh, clearly they they were going to vote party line against the Republicans because of abortion. Many of them were going to do that. So so. It had nothing to do with early voting. It had nothing to do with absentee ballots. It mm-hmm. simply had to do with with a large sector of, of our population who is very concerned about what they consider to be the Republican position on abortion. Yeah, with, I personally am, am, mm-hmm. am pro-choice, but, but I'm out of office, so there you go. Yeah. There was not a lot of clarity on it from some of the candidates. Um, you know, of course, it's ridiculous for a candidate to say they're... Uh, not for abortion, but uh, even if you're raped or uh, the, the health of the mother. So they they didn't put a lot of clarity in a lot of things. Or what about late term abortion? So well, sh- that, that, it takes a. <clears throat> it, it, you have to work at it. Bob Stefanowski said repeatedly he was pro-choice, but he didn't have an advertisement on it, and there were advertisements against him on it. So he should have mm-hmm. he should have put uh, half a million dollars into an ad, maybe with his wife and daughters. Uh, talking personally about that issue and say, look, I mean, uh, there's a lot of politics involved with this issue, but I am pro-choice, my wife is pro-choice, my daughter is, and, we, and that is where we mm-hmm. are, and that's who we are, and that's what we're all about. It was a bigger issue than they really wanted to uh, realize. Well, and it's obviously. a very sensitive issue, too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very 
personal. And when men talk about abortion, they shouldn't. They should ask their wives, their their daughters, their female family members to to assist in that. Because um, when a man talks about abortion, it's he's he's talking about something that that uh, he will never experience except except secondarily. Sure, sure. What about the um so many things I'm so glad to be with you. It's been a long time, but yeah, financially uh money wise sometimes it seems so lopsided with some candidates, and there for instance uh Blumenthal running for Senate again uh people hardly ever knew about who he was running against till maybe they had the de- the debate well he ran against Leora levy there was i think two debates um she was not the candidate favored by the Republican Party in the sense that she did not win the convention. Uh, Themis Claritas, who is the Republican leader in the uh, State House, uh, was endorsed fairly substantially at the convention, uh, but, but then I think made the mistake of not um, working systematically and aggressively in the primary. Uh, and Donald Trump came in and endorsed Leora, which activated that segment of the Republican Party. And then the the primary took place two days after the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Well, what did the raid on Mar-a-Lago do to the uh, to the Trump supporters? It, it 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 enraged them, and they came out, and Leora won a, a narrow victory in the primary. She was a surprise. As surprised as Themis, she was. You know, she was surprised. She told me that. She said I was really surprised. Well, so now she becomes the candidate, and she has to uh, appeal to a wider audience, and that didn't work out. So she she is a classic case of a Trump uh, of a candidate endorsed by Donald Trump, who won the primary and lost the general. So not to over Trump. That happened all across the country. <clears throat> not to over Trump things, but uh, as far as the runoff in Georgia uh, in the last election, I think he helped to blow that one as well. He helped to blow that. He handed it to Warnock and and um, uh, to Josh Thornburg. Uh, in this <clears throat> particular race, um, it's it's fairly even. It's been back and forth fairly even, and there will be a runoff, and hopefully uh, Donald Trump will just keep his mouth shut, but then, of course, he's having a major announcement on November 15th. I, I can only guess what that major announcement's going to be. I and I expect that he was hoping mm-hmm. to announce that he's running in 2024 and to do it um, uh, following a quote-unquote red wave across the country. Well, the red wave is not there. Any, uh, uh, in fact, the, mm-hmm. data, the data that I have available to me and Examining these diff- different races, pretty much show that that uh, that his personal selection of candidates to run for House and Senate seats has um, is flawed, and that many many of them, with one or two exceptions, uh, many of them have have lost. I think the one exception is uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I know who J.D. You Vance, Vance yeah. the Tim Ryan. Mm-hmm. In Ohio, I think that's the one exception. Other, other than that, uh, he hasn't done well at all. I think most Americans are trumped out personally. But, I, you know. I'm trumped out. I defended Trump over the years when I felt he was unfairly attacked by the media um, and unfairly attacked by uh, 
the Democrats. I was infuriated when uh, Nancy Pelosi tore up his, his State of the Nation speech, which I thought was actually a very good speech. Uh, but she sat behind him and tore that up. That's unprecedented. I've, I've, I was a Senate staffer for seven years. I served in the Congress for six years. I followed politics for 50 years. I've never seen uh, a situation where a Speaker of the House so disrupted, so disrespected a, mm-hmm. uh, an elected president that after the State of the Union, he or she uh, ripped up the speech. I mean, that, that, that kind of behavior is so divisive and so ugly um, and that, and I defended Trump against that kind of behavior. I just felt it was wrong. Uh, but I, 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 I am of the opinion, and, and this is interesting. If you, if you read the Wall Street Journal, which I do every day, it's one of seven newspapers that I read. Uh, on page A17 by, by Karl Rove, with no red wave, <clears throat> Trump is out at sea. <laughs> yeah, and good point. He said Republicans had a simple problem. Too many nominees were nuts or knuckleheads. Well, that's Karl Rove. <laughs> that's the opinion piece. Then, then you go over to the editorials, and the top editorial says the GOP's midterm failure. The party wasted an opportunity, <clears throat> and then says, but at least we may get gridlock. In other words, the party may be able to stop some of the worst stuff from happening just by creating gridlock, which is not... Not what Americans want. We don't want gridlock. We want to get things done. And then the next editorial below that, Trump is the GOP's biggest loser. He has now flopped in 2018, 2020, 2021, and 2022. In other words, of the, of the five races he's been involved uh, with, he's, he's, he's uh, won one and lost four. The funny thing is, is, this this is the Wall Street Journal, who, who, which has always been supportive of his uh, economic policies, his Mm -hmm. trade policies, his policies on the border, his energy policies. When when you add up all the policies that he pursued as president, uh, that that are of an economic nature, they are 100% supportive. But what they're saying now is enough already. Go away. Go away. The policies were okay, but. The man was good, not. personality bad. You know, actually, his uh, the opposing party uh, really didn't have to make up all this stuff because he was literally killing himself. Well, and, and everybody else with him. Yeah, let's I take. I mean, that that if you mm-hmm. study um, uh, classical Greek and Greek uh, literacy, he he becomes the tragic hero. The tragic hero uh, is the hero in Greek plays who has unique talents and abilities that rise him up above his peers to address you know, critical problems for society, but on being successful, it goes to their head, and they eventually mm-hmm. crash and burn uh, from, from narcissism. Narcissism. Oh, yeah, and, the... you know, that's, that's, we, we have more contemporary heroes like that. George Patton was, was a great hero during World War II in, in fighting the Nazis, but but when he slapped a soldier and when he when he said what he did about the Russians, um, you, you know that resulted in his being relieved of duty. So so he fits the model of the tragic hero. And and, and in the in the cowboy movies, the westerns with Clint Eastwood, you know you get uh, the pale rider who comes in to help the the people, uh, you know who are panning for gold against the guy that stops the river from running because he's using a different kind of way to get the gold and the, the women are, are frightened and the men are getting shot and so on. He comes in and he, he cleans it all up. But so once he cleans it all up, he's, he's got to get out of town. He's, he's a little too hot for, for, for mm-hmm. that kind of a community, you know. So thank you very much, but 
see you later. That's the best analysis. Let me uh, get a call in before the break. Do you have a question for Rob? Yes, good morning. What is your question for Rob, sir? As so, an A-friendly question. Yes, sir, what is, is it? Uh, do you approve of special interest FBI warrantless searches for themselves or for uh, other people? Okay. Uh, well, we lost him again there. Let's certainly hope that... Uh, I don't know what's going on here today, but... Uh, okay, Rob, give us a call back. It's a good question. I wanted to ask him about the FBI searches, so... Uh, let me take a little break, and hopefully Rob will check back with us at 889-5252. Hello, I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley & Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients, and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications, but should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. We look forward to serving you soon. Utley and Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. Fox News commentary. A major airline CEO is dropping some mile-high reassurance ahead of the holiday travel season. What does this mean for your travel plans? I'm Tommy Lahren. Find out next. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now, and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes with discounted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com. Click the mic at the top of the page and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's stamps.com, code BUSINESS. 
This week, the CEO of Delta Airlines told NBC there is no possibility of a pilot strike during the holiday season or any time. But this comes after its pilot union voted to authorize a strike as it negotiates a new contract. As it stands, pilots can't go on strike unless the National Mediation Board declares an impasse in negotiations. After a 30-day cooling-off period, the union can go on strike or the carrier can initiate a lockout. But Delta's CEO remains confident it's not going to happen. And as much as I want to believe him, the airlines are still a hot mess and have been since the pandemic, or more accurately, pandemic policies and infringements through a wrench in the machine. Pilots and flight attendants have had to fight for better working conditions, compensation, and against BS mandates for years now, and it's about time the airlines address it. Pilots are essential, and so are the crews surrounding them. I'm not typically a pro-union gal, but in this case, I stand with the pilots. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Mr. Ryan, with you, Paul, it's a pleasure to have Rob Simmons on the program. So, Rob, a listener asked the question about uh, these FBI raids. We're starting to get a really miffed about, you know, if there was some organization we could really depend on and feel that they were honest and fair and bipartisan. But some of these raids don't make much sense to me. What's your thoughts about that? Which which raids are we talking about? Well, for instance, people who uh, are pro-life, who may go into a certain place to demonstrate, and then next thing you know, there's FBI right. is knocking on the door, and of course, Mar-a-Lago. We're not still sure about that one, and many yeah, others. I'm hearing. You know, uh, given what I've said about uh, Donald Trump politically, I think he should go away. But from the standpoint of of uh, our, our Bill of Rights and our fundamental freedoms, uh, the FBI kicking down a former president's house and and raiding his house for God knows what documents that they they claim <clears throat> are are classified, but there's no evidence of that. Uh, the evidence that they pro- produced were cover sheets of uh, that are not classified in and of themselves. Uh, presidents do remove things. Presidents do have the authority to declassify, and so and and so the FBI, in my opinion, has become a rogue organization. The Department of Justice uh, is is uniquely partisan and weaponized against uh, people's exercising their free speech rights. Um, the 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 the, uh, the Congress, through the House of Representatives and the Oversight Committee, which I hope will be in the hands of the Republicans, uh, uh, somebody like Jim Jordan in the coming two years, uh, absolutely has to look into some of these uh, activities. They also have to, to look into the issue of why are we adding 85,000 IRS agents armed with guns? What What is that all about? Uh, if anything, we need people on the border armed with guns. We don't need... I, I pay my taxes. I've, I've been audited occasionally in the course of my career. Never, never was I found to be in violation of the law. But I don't like the idea of an IRS agent coming uh, mm-hmm. talking to me about my taxes and he's packing a gun. What's that all about? This is, this is, this is bad stuff. Uh, weaponizing the IRS, weaponizing the FBI against the American people is simply wrong. And it doesn't matter what your politics are. Uh, we have free speech rights. We have the right to privacy, uh, to be secure in our, our persons, our homes, and our papers. That's the Fourth Amendment, for God's sakes. And it seems like um, our, our First Amendment rights are being questioned. Uh, parents who have questions about what their ki- kids are learning in public school are, are being prosecuted under the Patriot Act. Are you kidding me? This is, this is nuts. This is crazy. Uh, and it has to stop. Well, that's why I felt the midterms were just so, so, so important. very important. But uh, sure. But when you when you think about it, when you think about that, probably 
56 to 60 percent of our population is, is women, and of those women, how many have been audited? How many of them have had the IRS, uh, you know, beating down their door? Most people don't have to worry about the IRS. The whatever, whatever money they make, they, their, their business files a, a W-2, and it's all pretty much automated. Um, but, but the issue of abortion is very important to women, and, mm-hmm. and people have to understand that. And the Democrats were successful by leaking a, a decision out of the Supreme Court and then forcing the court to essentially to make a decision. They were successful in weaponizing that issue against the Republican Party, even though Republicans like me are pro-choice. It doesn't matter. They say they say the party um, is against choice when it comes to abortion. They, they, yeah, they put a, that broad brush label. It was a good tool. Party, it was so a good even tool. People like myself are, are attacked by the by mm-hmm. for that. Speaking of uh, leaking and whistleblowers, uh, I don't, you know, hear so many things in the wind. You know, really, sometimes you know what's true or what isn't. That allegedly there were about fourteen FBI whistleblowers who were yes. coming forward about um, the bias within the uh, yes. Federal Bureau of Investigation. That's serious stuff. Well, it is. <clears throat> it is. But what's happened to them? Are they, can they be confident that if they go to the a House of Representatives under Democrat control that they're going to be respected, or are their are their comments going to be buried just the way Bobulinski's comments about mm-hmm. uh, Donald Trump and uh, not Donald Trump, uh, Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden and the laptop were buried. The laptop was delivered to the FBI in 2019, uh, yeah, and well, they buried it. They interviewed Bobulinski and said, "We'll get back to you." They never did. Uh, the man who ran the computer shop that turned the laptop over said he, he was afraid for his life because when he, he uh, provided the FBI with the, um, um, with the laptop, they came back to him and said, you haven't told anybody about this, we hope. Holy cow. I know. Hey, listen, uh, all, this, is, I, I this think, is not good. Whether it's this a Republican what, or Democrat. What the United America should be all about, threatening uh, people who are, who are acting as, as good citizens. I think all we're craving is a little honesty from both sides, and um, and, and and let's get let's work together and get things done. We we this what's happening on the border is intentional by one party. It's intentional. You you don't uh, you can't simply say the border is secure when it's being swarmed by tens of thousands of people crossing over illegally. Um, you just can't say it's secure. It's not. And therefore, an open border is obviously a policy issue being pursued by certain Democrats, not Republicans, but Democrats. That that has to stop, or we lose our identity as, as a nation. I know the we'll abortion issue uh, I know the abortion issue is a big one, but uh, when you think about fentanyl coming over the border and uh, who knows many, who's coming over the border. How many Americans have died so far this year of fentanyl? Overdose and drug overdose over a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. We're we're talking about more deaths from fentanyl than the uh, Vietnam War, the war in Afghanistan, uh, the war in Iraq, and the war on terrorism combined. Combined. Well, you never hear the president discuss and it. That's obviously, in a, that's in one year. Mm-hmm. Vietnam War went for. For 12 years, Iraq and Afghanistan went since uh, the year, I guess it was 2003, up until 2022, 20 years. So those poor women. And two 20 year wars had fewer casualties than we get in one year from fentanyl. Those poor women in Afghanistan, now they don't don't want them to be able to go to a gym. 
They have to wear, of course, cover-up. Um, they're just taking everything away from them as the Taliban is as bad as they've ever been. Very well, sad exactly news. right. And the service and sacrifice of those who did serve there and died there or wounded there, <clears throat> whose lives forever could have been forever changed by their service there, that, that service and sacrifice went right down the toilet because we handed the country back to the very same people that provided aid and comfort to the al-Qaeda that killed 3,000 Americans on 9-11. Second that's, call. That just doesn't make any sense. Let's have a question for Rob. Sense. Hi, WICH. What's your question for Rob? Yes. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, Mr. Simmons. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, this don't pertain to what you guys are talking about, but maybe you could help me out. Or um, I have a question about, um, you know how they charge you for... Um, on your registration for clean air and uh, to go into parks, I believe. I think it's $15 a vehicle for uh, parks. Okay. Um, well, if you own more than one vehicle, I can only drive one vehicle at a time. Is yeah. there something that you can do or that I can do um, to get like a pass so that when I go in, I have a pass that says, you know, I paid for my uh, $15 pass for the park even though I haven't been to a park in probably 5 years or 10 years for crying out loud um, is that something you can answer or something you can help me with or well, should I hang I, up I, or I what should I do I can't about it because mm -hmm. I'm not in office <laughs> that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's the, you know, I've had veterans ask me for help and I said when I was when I was a state rep I could do certain things with the DMV um, but as, as a private citizen um, basically, I have no authority or opportunity uh, to be effective in dealing with constituent services. However, where do you live? Oh, I think the gentleman lives in Norwich. I, I did. Yeah, if he lives in Norwich, there. then you want to get in touch with Kathy Austin. You want to get mm -hmm. in touch with, with your state representatives to deal with the DMV issue, uh, which is what it sounds like. Exactly. That's what you want to do. And you want to call them up, you want to email them, and you want to visit them in the office and see if you can get it done. So when I was in office, that's mm -hmm. what I did. I did it all the time. I, I liked actually doing it. I liked helping people. Uh, and I think we were very successful in many respects. But, but out of office, there's, there's virtually nothing I can do. If you had to do, do it over again, I, would you not have been so honest? No. I didn't because, think so. And that's a good point. Uh, People ask me, why didn't you uh, criticize George Bush in 2006 and the Secretary of Defense? I said, because as a soldier in Vietnam, I didn't like it when people politicized the war by attacking the president, uh, even if it was maybe Lyndon Johnson or attacking mm -hmm. uh, the Secretary of Defense, if it were, even though it was um, uh, somebody who I, I didn't think you, if you, if you have soldiers in the field, they'd you know, they don't like to see that happen. They, and so I was not going to do it, um, and uh, I do it. And the fact of the matter is, uh, you can lose a race, but you don't want to lose your face. No, I agree. That's great. That's why I always admired you. I mean, it's uh, dirty pool is the name of the game. And, I mean, when you hear the president said, when I came into office, it was $5 a gallon. Everybody yeah. knows that was a, a lie. lie. And the, border, and the it's border's closed. I mean, That's a lie. I, I served with Biden 30 years ago. I was on a committee with him for four years. And he just told stories then. And they said, oh, you know, he tells funny stories. It's really not funny when you add it up. It adds up to a, a whole bunch of Pinocchios. 
Mm-hmm. Well, while I've got you, let me take another call from the audience. Sure. Um, how your question for Rob? Yes, sir. What's Good your question? Hey, Rob Simmons. Yes. Happy Veterans Day. I love you, man. I wish you were still in office. You're the best. Well, I appreciate that very much. I love serving the people. That was my honor. I love working for the veterans, too. Yeah, well, tomorrow's Veterans Day, and that's right. We thank you for your service, of course, as always, from Vietnam. So let me ask you about um, the Ukraine war. Uh, of course, they're doing better than anybody thought they would do against they the are. Russians. Uh, should we be doing anything differently as a country? Well, we should have, uh, up front, we, we should have not contributed to the situation that led to the, to the Russian invasion. As you may recall, uh, among other things, um, President Biden and the Secretary of State made representations that they would get uh, Ukraine into NATO. And that was, that politically or from a geopolitical standpoint, that's a huge no-no. That's a huge no-no. That, that's like saying uh, that here in the United States, uh, um, Florida is going to secede and become part of Cuba. I mean, it, it's, it's just not something that, that is smart to say because of the sensitivities between the Ukrainian people and the Russian people over hundreds of years. Over hundreds of years, they've fought each other, uh, and it's a very delicate situation. So when you say we're going to get Ukraine into NATO, that, that is, is virtually an unacceptable position for, for Russia. You want to preserve and protect Ukrainian freedom, but not at the expense of of. Uh, creating mm-hmm. the conditions of the war, and that's point one. Point two, as you recall, President Biden made the public comment uh, that maybe a, a, a little bit of a, I forget the exact word he used, a little bit of an invasion, and I was thinking in terms of eastern Ukraine, where the, there's a large Russian population, maybe a little bit of an incursion, I think that he said, a little bit of an incursion might be okay. Holy cow! Uh, do we think that a little bit of an incursion from Canada, let's say, into North Dakota would be okay? Or maybe Washington State, you know, maybe parts of Seattle? How about a little bit of incursion by the Mexicans into San Diego? You know, you just don't say stuff like that publicly. But he did, and I think that was a... First of all, it was a red flag to the Russians to talk about bringing Ukraine into NATO. And then secondly, it was a green light. When we talked about a, a little incursion, a little bit, not a lot. Like when they took Crimea in 2014, where, where Barack Obama and Joe Biden did absolutely nothing. They, they took Crimea away from Ukraine. Uh, they seized it, they took it, and nothing happened. So maybe Putin was led to believe, maybe if I take some of those eastern provinces, it'll be okay. Nothing will happen. It'll be a little incursion. Well, it didn't happen. He was, he was angered and incentivized to try to decapitate the Ukrainian government by taking Kiev, and that failed dramatically. That failed dramatically. Doesn't look like there's going to be any peace talks really soon, because Putin's always going to want to save face somewhere. Well, and he's, uh, I believe he is sick. I believe he has uh, some sort of blood disease. I think he's on steroids. That's what I read. Uh, people look at his photograph. They see his hands. They see his face. That's what I read. But, you know, the fact is he could die tomorrow, and the replacement is still going to be concerned about the idea of Ukraine joining NATO. That's just the nature of the beast. That, that will continue to be a concern. Whether his successor is going to 
be as adamant at committing what I consider to be war crimes to try to break the will of the Ukrainian people. These are war crimes when you're attacking schools and hospitals, war crimes when you're targeting uh, civilian um, uh, facilities. Uh, that's the essence of what war crimes are all about, rounding up civilians, shooting them, and burying them in mass graves. This is bad. This is bad stuff. This is bad stuff. And when, and when Lieutenant Cowley in Vietnam killed a, a whole bunch of civilians in My Lai, he was relieved of duty, and he was, he was uh, prosecuted and punished for that. Uh, you know, that's, that is not an acceptable norm of warfare under the Geneva conditions. You don't do that. In my top ten worry list, I think of, well, if if these rumors or what we're reading is true about uh, Putin, that because he would feel he has nothing to lose, he might do, do just about anything. Well, that's right. And, and you know, he talks a lot about nukes, and that's, that's kind of, uh, you know, that, the, the Russians play chess, you know. If you do this or this or this, I might use nukes. Uh, tactical nukes are not... Uh, like what you do with Hiroshima or Nagasaki, uh, tactical nukes can actually be can be launched from artillery pieces, uh, for example. But but there's there's a threshold of of behavior there, and when you go nuclear, it's like when you go with poison gas. Uh, once you cross that threshold, there's no telling how much further it can go, and that's why we have to be very careful what goes on there. The Russians continue to be a heavily armed nuclear power, and we, we do not want what right now is a contained uh, war to spread. We don't want that. Rob, tell me something I might not know about Elon Musk. Um, you know, it sounds good on paper that we all want free speech, or at least most people who are logical, and he uh, plans to give people more of a balance uh, what about Elon Musk, the man? I don't know him personally. I know I, I you know, he, he appears to be a very smart individual. He's certainly um, been clever enough to become a billionaire uh, with his whole electric vehicle initiatives and his space initiatives on communications, um, personal space launches, all of this kind of stuff. He's quite a quite an interesting, amazing, amazing guy. The issue of Twitter is interesting because essentially what he said is is that these social media platforms should remain platforms. They should not uh, be manipulated to um, deny certain types of information and promote other types of information. We know damn well that uh, Zuckerberg at Facebook, or what he now calls Meta, uh, was told by the FBI, we don't want you posting anything on the Hunter Biden laptop. And he's admitted that the FBI came to him and told him that. Uh, that's, been, uh, uh, that's been buried by the media uh, conveniently because, uh, because that, that narrative uh, should, should be of great concern uh, to a lot of Americans. But what he has said with Twitter is, I'm going to get rid of the people who are running the algorithms that were canceling or spiking certain types of speech on the platform and make the platform more open and neut- and politically neutral, which is what it should be. Sounds good to me. I just hope it works out that well, way. Well, the Democrats uh, don't like it because the, the, the media, whether it's Facebook or whether it's Twitter or whether it's some of the other platforms, uh, have played a political role. But there's a, there's a looming concern that I have that goes to TikTok. 
TikTok is is partially or wholly owned by the Chinese mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. It, it is a incredibly popular uh, platform with the uh, X generation with younger kids, but they can read our younger population like a book by just managing TikTok. They can feed information out. They can collect information in. I I don't use social platforms any anymore because uh, I consider that my my life is my business. Although I have no I have no misconceptions that when I do email, uh, that there may be somebody reading what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I uh, the, one of the good things that Donald Trump did, and, and he did a few, you know certainly good things, uh, was you want to get rid of TikTok, but they uh, t- came ticking back with the next administration. Well, the Biden administration is not going to do a thing about it. After all, the Biden family is bought and sold by the Chinese communists. And that's the way the Chinese communists see it. You know, I lived in China for three years. I lived in Asia for seven. Uh, and in, in that culture, um, if you give somebody something, you expect something in return. And if you give the Biden family millions and millions of dollars, which they did through Hunter Biden, he was the agent that they used. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you if you enrich that family, then you expect certain behaviors. And I consider the Biden family to be incredibly compromised uh, by the Chinese and, to a certain extent, by the Russians and maybe even Ukraine. Quick question, one more here. Hi, what's your question for Rob? Well, first I want to say that I wish he would, he could have run. (laughs) You know, I definitely would. I voted for him before, and I'd vote for him again any time. What's your question for Rob? You're very sweet to say that, but let me tell you a story. I after uh, running, uh, being the legislature and being in Congress, and I ran for Senate against Chris Dodd, uh, and then. I, I ran for local office as selectman. I served on a board of selectmen for six years. When I went in as a selectman, I, I had my wonderful wife, Heidi, and I had a son and daughter. Uh, when I left my job as selectman, I was not voted out. I walked out after winning several races. Um, I had a son and a daughter, a son-in-law, a daughter-in-law, and three grandchildren. So, That's so enough. you see, life catches up with you. And you can't ignore the fact that we don't live forever, and if we don't spend some time with our grandchildren, they'll never know who we were. What's your question for Rob? I'm getting short of time okay. here. Um, my my question it might have been it might have been answered before, but I didn't hear it. What would you do to help those of us who are struggling because of the energy prices? Gas gas is one thing, but the um, heating oil is um, unaffordable. Okay, we'll, yes, squeeze, we'll squeeze in an answer for that. Thank you. Yeah, very simple. Uh, we need to get back to supporting the fossil fuel industry uh, in this country. Am I opposed to windmills? No. Am I opposed to solar? No. But, but you cannot replace um, uh, coal and oil and gas overnight. Uh, when you shut down that industry, you increase the cost of everything. My, the, the heating oil in, in my house uh, now, this month and last month, is double what I paid a year ago. Gas is way, way up. The, the, the you know the uh, gas at the gas station way, way up. Diesel is way up, and diesel fuels all the farm equipment and all the other construction equipment and many of the trucks that we have out on the highway. This this policy of of Joe Biden is insanity. It's insanity. It makes 
no sense. When you when you go from one fuel source to another, or one energy source to another, you transition. And by the way, nuclear, which is absolutely clean, all you have to do with nuclear is have safe storage, which you could do at Yucca Mountain in a heartbeat. It's ready for it. It's right there. We paid for it. So so it's insane that we shut down nuclear, uh, which is a, is a base load power source in Connecticut. Forty-six percent of our power comes from Millstone. So it's a base load. And yet we store the nuclear waste along the Connecticut River and the Long Island Sound. We don't take it to Yucca Mountain. So there's a lot of insanity involving energy in this state and in this country. Rob, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate you being with us. Sure. Be well. My best to your family. And, Happy uh, Thanksgiving, Stu. Oh, yeah, it's coming up, isn't it? It's coming up. Big turkey day. I hope I can afford the turkey. <laughs> hope we can. hope we can find a turkey. Well, we'll find a turkey. The big turkey right now is Donald Trump. He's the big turkey, but uh, hope, hopefully that turkey will go away. <laughs> All right. Me too. Thank Take you. Take care, Stu. You bet. Rob Simmons, the colonel, uh, with us. Got a chance to speak with him this morning. Didn't want to lose that opportunity, and we'll be back shortly. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it, or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy, and Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, Visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. For over 50 years, Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing. You see, some folks look at guns as a Second Amendment right, a vital part of their personal security. Others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post. How you feel about guns is totally up to you. Providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to Ron's. Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Lyme. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies go toe-to-toe with the Liberty Flames. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, Yukon! Our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of Yukon football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 a.m. WICH in Norwich. It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Valby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street, Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Valby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at valvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Valvies, you're gonna love it. Always good to talk to Rob Simmons. We're going to be talking with uh, Jeff from Florida, my buddy Jeff, uh, with uh, Hurricane Nicole. Nikki Nicole, it's uh, 
what's going on there. We'll get an update, then we'll have some open lines for your point of view on things you may have agreed or disagreed with Rob. Sunny today, 66, a beauty of a day. Tonight, clouds 52. Now, tomorrow, Veterans Day, breezy, scattered showers through the afternoon, high 68. Rain picks up at night. Isolated thunderstorms possible. Also, the wind gets stronger, gusts up to over 50 miles per hour possible. Saturday, wet and windy to start. Drier during the afternoon with at least partial clearing. Continued windy, high 70 early, then the cooler. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, breezy about 50, which is normal for this time of year. Temperature now is moving up, 59 degrees. Going to move up to the news and then uh, part two of our program. Stay with us. WICHAM 1310 Norwich and 94.53 DB in Norwich. Let's see what's new now. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The latest consumer price report igniting a powerful rally on Wall Street. Year-over-year inflation last month coming in at 7.7%, not quite as bad as many economists were expecting. That raises hopes that the Fed may ease off of interest rate hikes. The winds have been howling and the rain falling in sheets as Tropical Storm Nicole crosses central Florida. Nicole roared ashore early today as Category 1 hurricane just south of Vero Beach, moving slowly to the west-northwest. The National Hurricane Center's Robbie Berg says storm surge flooding is a big concern, even as Nicole loses some of its punch. We don't want residents to be caught off guard and understand that these hazards will still exist across portions of the state of Florida today. Mandatory evacuation orders in place covering several counties. President Biden says the Democrats fared better than expected in the midterms. While the press and the pundits are predicting a giant red wave, uh, it didn't happen. Not yet clear which party will control Congress, although the Republicans are widely expected to hold a slim majority in the House. A key Senate runoff could determine control of the upper house of Congress. For the next month, political heavyweights will be coming here to Georgia nonstop to campaign for both Democrat Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker. Texas Senator Conservative Ted Cruz will be here rallying with Walker and newly re-elected Georgia Governor Republican Brian Kemp says he too will be lending his support. What's not known is if former President Trump will campaign here for Walker as he and Kemp are reportedly still on the outs over allegations of voter fraud in the 2020 race. Laura Winters, Atlanta. And watching Wall Street, the uh, benchmarks are sharply higher. The Dow is up 901 points. The Nasdaq ahead 603 points. And that's a gain of just under 6%. More on these stories, townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a 
sponsor of passive affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Another Russian pullback in Ukraine. It looks like the Russians are finally moving out of Kherson, President Putin's last prized possession in Ukraine, which he could still sell to an increasingly disgruntled population. A few weeks before the withdrawal announcement, Moscow-appointed officials kept urging Hersonites to leave the city because of the worsening security situation. They called it an orderly evacuation. Kiev put it bluntly, mass deportation. Today, it said the operation had been brought to a halt since the local authorities have run out of those willing to go. The BBC's Sasha Schlicker. The sole reactor of a nuclear power plant in southern Sweden is running again, but it remains disconnected from the country's power grid. The uh, power station's reactor was shut down yesterday due to unexpected turbine problems. News and analysis at townhall.com. In one state, it was the law, not fraud, that resulted in a deceased lawmaker's presence on the Election Day ballot. Correspondent Lisa Dwyer explains. Voters in Pennsylvania did re-elect the late state representative, Tony DeLuca, in Tuesday's midterm elections, even though the 85-year-old Democrat died of cancer on October 9th. According to state election results, as of Wednesday afternoon, DeLuca had received nearly 86% of the vote, beating the Green Party candidate. But accusations that it suggests shoddy elections or cheating misrepresent the situation. Pennsylvania state law stipulates that substitutes, in the case of a death of a candidate, cannot be submitted after ballots have started printing. Late September, in this case, a special election will be held to fill a seat. I'm Lisa Dwyer. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 901 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. And here's Jeff in Florida, formerly from Connecticut, now a Floridian. Good morning, Jeff. Welcome. Good morning. How's our favorite well, sheriff? We dodged another hurricane. <laughs> really? Good. Well, we dodged it. It went up a little bit north of us, and the uh, it wasn't too bad inland, but all the coastal towns really got wrecked again. Oh, my God. And especially Daytona Beach. I don't think they'll ever recover up there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have friends in uh, Daytona. Uh so uh, is it as bad as in the Daytona area as the last monster? Yeah, they got hit twice in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's really bad. Daytona, there's Daytona Beach and Daytona. Daytona Beach is an island. It's a barrier island. And they really got wrecked. Oh, God. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of places won't even be able to be rebuilt. 
Unbelievable what's going on. Very unusual in November to have a couple of monsters like that one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so did it... I feel sorry. I feel sorry for people who live on the beach. Oh, you do too, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, very close enough to it. So, um, did it hit the extent of winds that the uh, previous storm did in that area? Uh, it wasn't so much the winds. The winds, at most, were category one, but it was the waves. The waves came right up on shore, and it was high tide last night too. Uh oh. So they really so got they really got a double barrel up there. So you are in an area where you got a little bit of the first one, and not too much of uh, Nicole. No, we didn't get any of anything. We're about uh, eight miles inland, mm-hmm. and. That makes a lot of difference. It makes a lot of difference down down he- here. So, so everybody should have come running to your house for safety. Yeah. <laughs> you got we'll, op- we'll open up the garage. Open up the garage, and uh, you have a you have a, a cat to watch watch over everybody. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, are you still doing sheriff stuff? Oh, yeah, I'm still doing sheriff stuff, although he put us on leave this week. We didn't have anything. We're the first people to get shut down. (laughs) Put you on leave because uh, he felt there's no crime at all in the next week or something? Yeah. (laughs) That's weird. We're the first people to get shut down. They have us park our cars, and that's it. (laughs) Well, good. You You have a week to just... Do whatever you like to do. Yeah, which is what I do every week. <laughs> That's true. You always yeah. have some fascinating stories for us, I know, when you check in. Yeah. How about uh, Jerry Lee Lewis? <laughs> How about Jerry Lee Lewis? What, he was he 87, I think, yeah? I saw him on television about a year and a half ago, and he really looked terrible then. He was playing the piano, but he couldn't move. <laughs> oh, really? It's, I can't picture him not moving a lot. He, he couldn't move at all. I was surprised they show him. Mm-hmm. They show him. But uh, he's it? the last of it, I think. How about his singing voice? Was it uh, any good? What? <laughs> when he was, uh, you know, you say he wasn't moving much at the piano, but was his singing voice any good? or? It was okay. It wasn't like it used to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's the last of it, I think. Ronnie Spector died this summer. and oh, That's uh, right, I know. And uh, the Million Dollar Band, they're all gone. Yeah. Colin. We'll have to talk about it at the end of the year and see who's... Still around. <laughs> See, we had Carl Perkins, and uh, then we had, of course, Elvis, Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, the Million Dollar Band. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any more of those old timers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, Ronnie Spector used to entertain a lot up here at Mohegan Sun. Really? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, wow. Got any good news, or is this uh, 
the this o- is an okay news day. <laughs> the, the obit uh, entertainment segment of the program, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I just wanted to call and tell you that we're okay down here. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you do check in. We we think about you guys a lot, and uh, yeah, and no more no more snow down here, so we have a pleasant winter. <laughs> yeah, no. That, that's good for us. I understand it's been pretty hot down there. Is it a little hotter than usual? Oh, no. Now, it, it, the past two weeks, has been absolutely beautiful down here. It's been in the, the low 80s, nice winds, so everything is okay down here. So the people can start coming down here now that the hurricanes are gone, too. <laughs> so the average temperature in the winter months is what, 75? Uh, seventy-five to eighty. That's that's what I like. That yeah. kind of uh, temperature. Well, well, you can do you your show from down here. <laughs> well, yeah, it's these days people are doing that, you know, and <laughs> trying to get a long cord and uh, yeah. <laughs> get the microphone going. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything else happening with you? No, not much. I'll get back to sheriffing Monday and. Uh, I'll get all the bad guys again. <laughs> and what is the, uh, for instance, what would be your average day when you get back on Monday as sheriff in the uh, Florida area? Well, well, I run a group. It's called, uh, it's an anti-scam team. And we go around and do, I've told you before, we do churches and synagogues and HOAs, and we just tell them about scams. It's a wonderful and, thing. You're saving people a lot of money. Of course, you charge it, them $100 to come around there, but no, I'm kidding. Yeah. You know, this has been going, I've been down here for 20 years, and I joined the police force about 10 years ago, and this has been going on forever. And as much as we give, you know, how to avoid scams, people still get scammed to this day. It, it's amazing. It's really amazing. <laughs> yeah, we we can be gullible, especially if we're real honest people. You can't imagine anybody being yeah. so dishonest. But there are still people out there. You know, a lot of stuff is coming still from Nigeria, from even Russia now. Oh. Yeah. Russia would do something bad? I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine either. <laughs> It must be a few bell people over there. Well, that's it. All it takes is a couple of people. It doesn't take a whole community. Oh, sure. Just a couple of people. Mm-hmm. So what, so, what would be the number one uh, thing that people are getting ripped off on, the usual stuff? Yeah, with, with older people, it's romance scams. They oh, my God, really? Romance yeah. scams. That's forever. <laughs> they think they're going to meet a, a wonderful person and uh, they send them money? Is that it? Yep. yep. They start sending them a little bit of money and then a lot more, and mm-hmm. someone will say, I'm coming over to the United States. Can you just send me a little bit of money? And they do it, and they never see the people or anything. Wow. Did you ever hear of... Uh, Speed s- senior dating. 
I've heard of it. <laughs> I, I was talking to a gentleman, and uh, he's trying to get it together where you get uh, 10 women and 10 men, and you invite them to a, a dinner. Did you hear this one, folks? No. And then they, they kind of play musical chairs, and then they end up with somebody maybe they might like to uh, have a date with, and they have dinner there, and uh, it's called uh, Senior Speed Dating. You know, but you really shouldn't rush into a relationship. I don't know why they call it speed, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My wife just said there's nothing speed about a walker. Yeah, okay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, it's just something they threw in for somebody who's really looking to meet somebody very quickly or get rid of them very quickly, one or the other. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. <laughs> you'll look into that, Jeff. I think you'll find it very interesting. Well, thanks oh. for checking in, and uh, give my best to uh, Cindy. I hope she's feeling better. Okay, and we'll talk soon. We have to start getting uh, some musical stuff, the, the guys yeah. that died <laughs> right, during you're a, the year. You're the music oh. wizard, so you give me a call, and we'll do that anytime. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. See you later. Bye. I called him sir. He was like my best friend, and I called him sir. Sir Jeff, great guy. He worked at WICH a number of years ago at Hall Communications. Good morning to you. Well, good morning, Stu. How are you? Okay, sir. Hey, I got a couple of things I want to hash over. Sure. Uh, this... All these new schools that we're going to build and the roundabouts. Boy, that's that's a pretty big order of bills, huh? Well, that roundabout, people are still uh, hoping that that won't materialize, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the professionals in charge of the roundabout have already said this is the way to go. They are the professionals. They know better than us. Well, I haven't met too many people that are happy about it, I'll tell you that much. Well... I got a different way of looking at it. I'm 75 years old, mm-hmm. and before they got done with all this foolishness of new schools all at once and roundabouts, I'd probably be dead, so I got nothing to worry about there. Well, no, you're going to go well into the hundreds. You'll be yes, right Yeah, it's just light, 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 light thinking. Yes. Okay, another thing is... Yes, sir. Uh, how about the Kentucky Derby? How are we making out on that situation? Kind of dead, huh? Boy, that's a great question. That has just disappeared from uh, all of the Isn't news. Isn't that something, huh? I don't have any updates to tell you, to be honest with you. And nobody's got the guts to call up and say what's going on, either, in politics, on this derby deal. Well, if you postpone something long enough, it goes away. So, therefore, you're innocent into proving guilty. So, if somebody wants to call and update me, that would um, be very interesting to see what, what's happening. Mm-hmm. Now, one other thing, and this is a very tender note with you, I think. This Rob Simmons, I'm a Republican, but he's an old hack. It's the same old song with him. Well, you know? He's always been my go-to guy for somebody who's looking for uh, I think he's one of the most honest people that I know, so, you know. Yes, and that's your opinion, and I'm a Republican, but I'm just saying uh, mm-hmm. you bring him out every 30 days and dust him off. Well, it's more like every 90 days or so, but... All right. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Okay, those are my three P's of the day, so I'll let you go now, Still. Hey, glad you called. Thank you. Goodbye. Hello, welcome to the program. 
Hello. Hello there. This is I. I would like to. I would like to know if you have uh, some some numbers that I could get a taxi or somebody that could take me to the hairdresser. You're looking for a taxi to take you to the hairdresser. Hmm. Yes. How do you generally get to the hairdresser? Sometimes my kids. Mm-hmm. But see, I have I have no way of getting there to now. And uh, is there is there taxi service or is there that cinch? Is there another person that could take me? So, uh, what town do you live in? Ledger. In Ledger, uh, you have a senior center there. They won't take me. They won't take you. No, because they said that it's uh, have to go to the doctors or something. I see. Yeah, for that situation. Right. So, of course, there's Ubers that you can call, but let me see if a listener can give us a tip. So, What time's your appointment? Well, it's at 10.30 next Friday. Oh, next Friday. Okay. We yeah. Got, we got some time to figure it out for you. Okay. So do you want my telephone number? You can leave it or you can listen for it or leave your number. Go ahead. Okay, 860-271-5702. So you're getting, uh, what kind of a hairdo are you getting? I'm getting a cut, washed, and set. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so I was wondering, because I think there's like a, a taxi or one of those, cinch, is it Century? Is that how they, how you say that? Yeah, I never see too many taxis in the area, but there certainly is, it's called Uber service when people... Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Is that, you do you have that number? No, gee, I don't have the numbers with me, but maybe someone can get it for us. Okay, all right. So could you call me back and let me know? Are you listening to the show now? Yes. Okay, listen in and maybe somebody will call in, all right? Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Oh, they still have Yellow Cab, except it's Mod Squad. I've seen it even go by out here in Preston. Yeah, I guess um, I don't have their number, though. Oh, I, I, well, you know me. I save everything. I'll take out one of my 2013 phone books or 2016. Whenever the last time I got a real fat phone book. I don't know. Do they exist anymore, phone books? Oh, I do, because I have a wall phone. Along with my cell phone, I keep in my pocketbook that I never use. I mean, phone books. I never yeah. get a oh, phone yeah, book. Oh, yeah, I got a, I got a, I saved mine. You know, but what if you don't have any new ones, is what I'm saying. Oh, I, I think that, um, well, I could call myself and find out if it's if the number is still usable. Okay, call yourself, of course. You know, but what I was going to say, <clears throat> I think I know what that gentleman was saying. Um, about being a Republican. Um, I disagree with Rob Simmons, too, because it's all over all the conservative ones I listen to at night that they're blaming Trump for, and they're saying, no, no. Um, I blame Trump for a lot of things. Well, I don't blame him for losing. Uh, you know, it's not... Um, I blame whoever it was putting out the polls, number one, because they overrated him for... For overrated them for Republicans. Number two, I'm going with Bill O'Reilly said in the middle of the night when he was interviewing that guy, saying, "You're going to have racists all over the place in the states um, that they're Democrat 
they're going to give the driver's license to the illegals, and there's nothing anyone can do about it because you're automatically signed up to vote. Well, if there's nothing we can do about no, it, then no, why we worry can do about it. Now, my husband, he thinks that the uh, voting machines were rigged, and you got to admit, the Ar- Maricopa County, Arizona one, they didn't even work in the morning, so you kind of wonder. I don't think everything's rigged, Susan. I, I think they're... There are people that scrutinize uh, those things, and well, I'm not we, saying it we, never happened. We couldn't happened. have won now anyway, because even if there was something wrong, you think a merit gar- meritless Garland would look into it? No, no, no. They would have said, go ahead, do what you want. No one's going to look into it. But, um, yeah, no, I lost my, my track of... Oh, 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 oh. You heard of... Don't ask, don't tell. Well, anyone way back in the day when you were going in the military, I think it was, well, it could have been under Bill Clinton. Don't ask, don't tell, That's right? right. Mm-hmm. That was a saying. Everybody said that, yes. Okay. Well, where are the newspapers and the numbers by the towns telling us how many votes went for Lamont, how many votes went for Stefanowski? I haven't seen one cheesy newspaper put numbers in. Oh, we just had to take the Secretary of State or whoever it is in Hartford's word, such and such one. I want to see by the numbers, but nobody has shown them. And for everybody out there that's getting a North Bolton, I got one the other day. You're not going to find out anything in that newspaper. There's nothing in it today. That is why I have to read the USA Today Epic Times in a day just to get some sense of what is going on in the world and in the nation. And I'll tell you, but not telling us the stats state by state, I, I mean town by town, on, and, and for that matter, they should be doing the state ones. I'm like, the liars on the regular mm. news in the middle of the night. Susan, that, it's, not wait, all, it's not all conspiracy stuff. Yeah, it is. I know you have the biggest conspiracy book I've ever seen. Cover, it's a, they a giant. said Beto O'Rourke basically won over Govern, Governor Abbott in Texas. And I'm like, no, no of course way. He didn't, he didn't and they win. were putting that out in the middle of the night. Well, that's that's yeah, a lies to, to make it look like you know. But then you don't hear anything. I still don't know who won in Washington State or uh, Oregon because I know there were Republican women running to get in the governorship. Newspapers well, aren't telling they're us. Still, uh, they're still adding up votes there. Well, maybe if <clears throat> our school systems around the nation were was better. Some of them people might be able to read and count, and I don't think they can. Well, you're not going to aggravate yourself too much. It's a beautiful day, are you? Oh, I'm already aggravated enough, but... Good, that's enough for today, yes. Um, just the fact that they're not giving us any numbers is aggravating enough. And what another thing that's aggravating is, just like Marvin, when no one knew what was going on, here in Preston, everyone's doing their own mourning for our lost friend who owned a business. 
but it's not in the paper well, yet. It's, it's up to the family to yeah, put something I in the know. paper. Yeah, I know, and it, it's like... So there's no... Uh, this person did more for people than certain people that ran this town for over 20 well, years. Maybe the I'll family, tell you that, uh, it's only 42. Maybe the family will eventually put something in the paper. Well, I hope so. All right, buddy, thanks. All right. Aggravation Hotline. Welcome to the program. I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories. However. Oh, however, yes. However, I am going to share, and I saw the pictures, Project Veritas um, was in Pennsylvania, and at two different polling stations, the... Um, there was somebody right outside the door, like you had to go right past them, and they were right at the door when they're supposed to be 10 feet back in Pennsylvania. And they were telling people to vote Democratic. Well, there should have been somebody there to stop them. Exactly. Yeah, That's, that's terrible. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were definitely, you know. But that's just two places, and, you know, I mean, I don't know how many votes got changed because they were told to vote for the Democrats, whatever. Um, so, but it is a gorgeous day. It's warmer than yesterday. It's already 61 degrees. You got it. You know, um, what was I going to say? Oh, there was, I heard a quote from um, Mandela, and it is, no one ever loses. You either win or you learn. And I'm hoping that the, those that did not win the election are learning from their experience. All right. Um, I'm, you know, we can learn how to be aggravated and still survive. Learn how to not be aggravated about it. I mean, you know, I can get really, really aggravated. I mean, I, some, of the, some of the races, I have no clue. I... I it's beyond my comprehension how some of these people won. It truly is. Yep. But every voter is different. That's the way yep. it is. I mean, that's just the way it is in a de- in a in a constitutional republic mm-hmm. or a democracy. People lose and people win, and there's not much you can do. Sometimes um, we win and we lose because the person that we think is going to be great is not. Well, and that's true too. I mean, even. You know, like the candidates that I wanted, and this was nationwide, because, yes, I do watch Fox News, um, that I wanted to win nationwide. Some of them are still in the pending category. They're in those states. Yeah, there's a still, but, we're still not sure. Yeah, you know, but I, I have to share. I didn't read the article. I only saw the, the um, headline of this article, but this one person somebody tour t-u-r i think whatever she thinks that that fetterman would be a great president who would be a and i started laughing oh fetterman all right yeah some people would vote for him sure yeah they would they would definitely vote for him so you know i mean you can't change you can't change people just have to accept what what is and Mm -hmm. what is 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 we we have a blue state just so the, the Democrats won. Not much we can do unless we want to move to a red state. Just do the best you can, and there are other things besides yeah. politics, and enjoy. Right. And I'm not moving unless my grandkids move. Okay. 
My grandkids live here. You stay, I'm not moving anywhere. You stay right where you are. Good. I'm staying right where yeah. I am. My grandkids are here. No way in hell am I moving out of state. All right. So. Have a good day. Okay. Thank even you. if I won, the, even if I played and won the two billion, I would not be moving. Mm -hmm. I may buy a beach house, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Get a little anyway. beach house anyway. Sure. Yeah. Bye. All right, see ya. Hello. Welcome to the program. You talking to me? I'm talking to you. Hello, lady. The Rose City Taxi Cab phone number mm -hmm. is 860-886-2226. 886-2226 for the caller who wanted to get a ride to get her hair done. Great. Right. And that's Rose City Taxi. It's funny, I've never seen a taxi ride. I mean, ride around so much in the area, but they're here. They're here. Yeah, they're here. 886-2226. bright yellow and have a great big sign on the roof. Well, that'll do it, yeah. <laughs> they kind of look like a, a you know, pizza delivery car. Well, that'd be nice. Get a ride and a pizza. That's good. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Me too. Hail a taxi. Oh, better yet, call him. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I also have, um, this was listed as, in Ledger as taxi cabs. Mm -hmm. Port City Taxi. Oh, that's right. She's in Ledger. City I Taxi. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's closer. I know nothing about these. I just Googled it. 860-444-9222. Yep. Four 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 nine two 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 for our listener. I think she said she was in Ledger, so that'll yeah, be... Yeah, I, I mean, I'm. Low City might go there, too. I wasn't sure, because I think they're based out of Norwich, but they probably go that far. But mm -hmm. she could also call and compare prices. I don't know if they have different prices. Um, and on Uber, there is no phone number for Uber. You have to have the app on your phone oh, and do everything through the app. app. Everything's the app. But, and I've done it. If you know how to use a smartphone, well, then I'm it's not, not that difficult. I'm not apt to call an Uber then because I don't do, do the, know those things. It's not. It, I, if I could do it, it's not that difficult, but sometimes the app does drive me crazy. Like I can't get it to put the where you are versus where you want to go. It jumps around. I don't know if it's mm -hmm. the app or me. <laughs> sometimes it's the app, and I always blame myself. But um, it's not that difficult because I've used it several times out of state and recently several times right here in the Norwich area. And my uh, other question was, I was just wondering, did you speak to management yet about the God wants to buy, wants you to buy gold ad yet? Yeah, and I have spoken to uh, to him, and there's, I haven't heard it since. Maybe okay, they, what, did, what did they say when you mentioned people were calling, saying it was horrible? They said uh, they weren't aware of it because, as I mentioned, it's a syndicated thing they just throw in, but they thought it was pretty uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous that it was that it said that, or we were we were complaining. No, not that you were complaining. No, actually, this this uh, radio station, Hall Communications, likes to hear from listeners what you think. Okay. No, no, because I know I heard several people call after me, and I was like, oh, good, I wasn't the only no, one. No. That pissed off. That's never um, a, never a problem if somebody has a thought they'd like to share. Never. And again, like when you said you hadn't heard it and they weren't aware of it, don't you people listen to your station when you're oh, not I on? I can't. You, you don't listen. I can't listen every minute. No, I know, but I don't listen every minute, and I've heard it at least half a dozen times. Oh, really? That's interesting, because I, I don't remember hearing it once, and usually during the news, I'm sitting here listening to the news, and uh, 
It was during the news that they had or during the regular programming? The first after? time I heard it, it was during the news. Mm -hmm. um, the second time, it was right, oh, when was it? Right after your show? So it might have been at the beginning of uh, uh, the talk guy who I normally turn off, but I must mm -hmm. not have gotten to the radio. Oh, the other thing, since you went to the crazy talk people after two, as I call them, um, you must have gotten a ratings book in since then. Yes, it's, and it was very, uh, very good, very good. It was. Yeah, our, I'm ratings, our ratings it, are uh, knock on wood. The ratings were as good as the music shows. Knock on wood, uh, they've been very good. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just surprised because I'm not the only one. Other callers have called and complained too that they'd rather have the music. So I'm just surprised. Okay, because you never mentioned it, and I was wondering what was happening. And then, did you ever? A couple, like three months ago, you said you were going to have a big announcement. Did you ever make it? Because there was a little, about eight weeks I didn't listen. Did you ever make a big announcement that you talked about? Gee, I don't remember that. Oh, Usually you said I... it probably in August. In August. There was something that was going to be happening in August. No, you said soon you'd have a big <laughs> announcement about the station. And then I didn't listen in September and October very much. Hmm. And then you didn't, okay, if nothing it, big if, was announced. If it dawns on me, I'll say it. Okay, I didn't know if it was some change in format or some mm -hmm. um, change in personalities, or and, and I had missed it. I just thought of that the other day. Okay. Okay, very good. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy the sun before we get that drenching rain from right. that little storm. You, you too, enjoy it. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the program. Well, Hello. I hear your voice. You have a cold, right? I got allergies. It's a pain in the neck. Yes. <clears throat> uh, I don't get too much. Thank me. I guess my, yeah. You know, you were talking to Colonel Simmons, his name? What is his name of the, the murder you were talking to? Uh, my guest? The, my guest? Helen, Helen, dear, turn your radio down so we can communicate, all right? My God, you kill my radio? I can okay, hear your radio. You wait because I'll wait. I'll, I'll just, uh, maybe I'll start my I lunch. I need to get up. I need, oh, my God. I've got a banana here, so I'll just finish this banana, and you can go and turn the radio down. Hmm. Just ripe. I just like it when it's just ripe, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. The man you were talking before, what name? Uh, uh, he was in the army. The uh, what is it? You. You talking Simon, about? Simon. His name is Simon. Rob Simmons. Yes, Rob Simmons comes oh, on the show. Oh my God! Period. So noise. Um, okay. I take care of his father in 1990, and I was just a of my Capotano, the left hand, because I'm mm -hmm. right hand, but I didn't want to be do the left hand. Oh my God, he sat down. He was a nice man, but he sat down on my hand. He reopened the blood, the thing. He sat on your hand, did you say? It was a mess. And he said, oh my God. He said, yeah. But it was very nice. And he helped Michael when Michael was in the state police. Too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because it was not very nice. The, uh, it's, it's a shame, you know. People are not nice to each other, you know. I wish they were, but oh, yes. some people right. are. But most people are nice to each other. Yes. Most are. Well, I one, two, three, three. Uh, the front is uh, a neighbor. I don't know then. The other one is a neighbor at Berry. I know. 
and the other one either. So nobody talk. Neighbors don't talk to each other, huh? Yeah, nobody. It's okay. Not very neighborly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember in the sixty. He was walk. We could walk in the street, even if we didn't know the people. They mm-hmm. were and the po- sat sat down in the porch, and he, he used to say uh, hello and talk. You know. That's true. That's it true. It was so nice. Yeah, it was different. Everybody knew each other, and. Uh, oh yes, mm-hmm. you know, even if you didn't know, but you. And smile and talk, you know. I mean, you got to know people. How else can you gossip about them, you know? Uh, yes, well, anyway, so it's it. So it's a nice day today. You enjoy that, Helen. And you get to, you know, if your neighbors aren't talkative, you can say, Hi, I'm I'm Helen. Hi. <laughs> I'd love to get to know you. Then seeing getting to know uh, no, you. I would not want to hear my accent. Oh, what, what a pain to friends. I heard something in the radio, in your radio about France. France. Yes. There is something happening. He was somebody was running for office with that name. Uh, is that what you? No, no, no. In France, uh, where I'm born, France. Mm-hmm. I, I heard in your radio something wrong in France. Do they want more money or what? I don't know. Something was going on in France. Let me think. Could be something to do with Russia and France. Um, I don't recall. No, you I think it's, uh, mm-hmm. they want more money. <laughs> well, everybody wants more money. No, everybody wants more money. I, have, I still have my two brothers. Mm-hmm. Sister is gone long time ago. And uh, my two brothers and uh, three, uh, three nieces. The other one, I don't know. <laughs> and it's, it's, so what I, was, I heard about France, mm-hmm. it's still the war over there, huh? What's over there? Russia. Oh, there's, they, they took the Berlin Wall down, you know that. That's oh, yeah. 1989, but... Yes, oh, yes, I know. We have the war in Ukraine. We have the war in Ukraine, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, did we think... I wish everybody understand each other and respect each other. I don't talk about politics because I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. Okay. I'm for the one who is good for well, that's the a, class. And that's a good common people. sense answer, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm going to let you go and take care of your call. Okay. Thanks, dear. I will. Thank you. Okay, bye now. Ah, uh, sweet Helen. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Yes, good morning, Stu. Morning. Um... I'm calling regarding Colonel Rob Simmons. Yes. Uh, the, the call that you had earlier said uh, that you would drag him out every 30 to 90 days or so. Um, but actually, the colonel is on every week. Mm-hmm. No, he's on, uh, he's on other, other stations for sure. That's, uh, I'm, I've known him for a number of years and uh, always like to have him on periodically to get his perspective on things. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. he's kind of like an icon, so we love him. Yeah, I mean, he's someone... Uh, well, you know, he is around, and uh, people can listen to him every week. You know. Okay, thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All righty. Give us a call. You would be next. 889-5252 is our number. Here's the weather.
You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, 66 today, 52 tonight. Scattered showers tomorrow afternoon, 68. Rain picks up tomorrow night with some isolated thunderstorms possible. Wind gets stronger, gusts of 50 miles an hour or better. Wet and windy start on Saturday, but drier in the afternoon, but continued windy. High near 70, but that'll be early. Mix of sun and clouds on Sunday and a high of 50. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 62 degrees and sunshine. We'll keep it there. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you wonder if it's okay to treat a headache by yourself? I'll be back with some ways to determine how to handle this situation. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. There are several types of headaches not due to any underlying cause that you may treat yourself. These include a migraine headache, as long as it's been previously diagnosed by a doctor, a tension headache, or a cluster headache. Ask your pharmacist to help you choose an over-the-counter product to treat these types of headaches. But always see a physician if your headache was preceded by a blow to the head, if your headache is brought on by exertion or exercise, or if you think your headache might stem from a sinus infection. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies go toe-to-toe with the Liberty Flames. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, Yukon! Our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of Yukon football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 a.m. WICH in Norwich. Do you remember the disappointment last year when you tried to buy anything and because of the pandemic there wasn't anything available? Well, Lazy Boy and Bill's Bedding are happy to announce that there are plenty of fantastic Lazy Boy recliners in stock at Bill's now for the holidays. And more coming every week. Over 250 recliners in stock in all price ranges, including manual and power versions, all at lower prices than the big box store. For instance, the Reed Power Rocker Recliner with wireless remote and power headrest, now sale price for just $11.99. No other the recliner has made a handheld remote and rocks and reclines except Lazy Boy. And Bill's Benning is a complete Lazy Boy dealer with recliners, lift chairs, reclining and stationary sofas and more. You can add to your holiday budget by putting your purchase on Bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no additional fees or charges. And save even more because Bill's will deliver your purchase for free and take away your old recliner too. Make your holiday special this year with the new Lazy Boy recliner from Bill's Bedding, 640 North Main Street in Danielson or on the web at billsbedding.com. A caller from Ledyard who wanted to uh, get a number for a cab so she can go to her hairdresser's appointment next week. Uh, 444-9222. 444-9222. Welcome, you're on the air. Uh, yes, I'm calling for Swap Shop, if I can you do it. Yeah, go ahead, sure. Okay. I have a Craftsman tow-behind lawn sweeper that you can either hook it to the tractor or walk behind it, push it. 
Also, uh, Craftsman, the gas-powered string trimmer I want to get rid of. I have a lawn and garden trailer you tow behind a lawn tractor I have no use for anymore. And a, a, a very, very extremely sturdily built Craftsman lawn roller. It's a big one. They can give me a call in Norwich at 860-949-8119. And my prices, I reduce the prices because I have no use for it. 949-8119. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, we can take some swap calls this segment or anything you want to talk about. Remember, you don't have to agree with me. You can disagree with me. You could think either way on it. Uh, it's open for everybody's opinion. But if you want to squeeze in a uh, swap and sell call, we can do that, which means you could buy, sell, or trade. Give the price if you like. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you? Pretty good. How are things in roadie with you? Not too bad today. Going out for a walk later, oh. and I usually do every day anyways, down we, near the um, Weekapog, and good I'm going to get you. ready to hang clothes out, because it's a good day for that. Yeah, be pretty safe to hang them out. They'll be good. Yep. Um, you were talking about yesterday a little bit about um, when you get a gift, uh, how some people never do thank you notes anymore. They don't do the, the proper thing. They do the... Uh, the, the yeah, they get it over with quick. and the, the mm -hmm. stupid texting. Yep. And, uh, they don't even bother. Um, I used to do that, write letters when I, I was t told, uh, taught to do that when I was a kid, you know, to thank you notes are the right thing to do. And I still do it nowadays. I still do it because I don't, well, I don't text anyways and I don't do email. So I think that's the proper way to do it. Uh, uh, just write a little note. I think people really appreciate it when they get a note. I mean, I know, if you that's have a fun a, thing to get mail like that. I you think. have a hundred people to thank. Uh, it could get pretty expensive with stamps, but mm. you know what I mean. Well, good for um, you. So you don't do yeah, anything. I think that's the right thing. You don't do anything with computers or online or any of that stuff, huh? No, no. I mean, I use a computer at the at the library, but I don't have my own. And even if I did, I wouldn't be using mm. it that way. Okay. Sure. Um, and now your allergy. I've mentioned this to you before a little, a little bit about honeycomb. Have you ever tried honeycomb? I got some uh, honey lozenges, something like that. But honeycomb. Well, where you buy? If you buy, do you buy honey at all? No, no. Well, maybe you might try to. You go when you get any honey. You need to go to a place that has local honey first of all. Mm-hmm. Like um, Flemings and some places like that to sell the local products, and then they also. Along with that, they also sell honeycomb. So if you were to get some honeycomb and try to help your allergies, because you need to, if you got some, you could kind of experiment with it. Take a, take a little bite of it and chew it till it's really, till it's, it's like chewing gum, actually. Oh, the really? The consistency yeah. of it. It, it. It's like the consistency of chewing a piece of gum. But then you chew it as much as you can. Every hour, you take a little piece of it. And that honeycomb lasts for years. Once you get some, it'll last for years. It'll never go bad. Yeah, I heard that about honey. So you you swallow it or you chew it like gum? Is yeah, you chew it. Yeah, you do. You, but while you're chewing it, it's it's kind of decreasing in size. Uh huh. You know. So, but um, and then the the uh, it tastes. I mean, it's going to taste like honey, but it's just the solid, um, like the solidness of of the honey instead of the liquid. But um, honey and, and taking honey too, you could have it like a teaspoon of that every hour if you get the right kind of honey. Don't get that crap that every, all the stores sell. 
you got to get the local stuff. The local stuff, yeah, not not yeah. the out of town honey. Junk. Don't get the junk that all these stores have. Uh, <clears throat> most stores have honey, but it's not the right kind. It's made from many many states away, and you don't want that. You want something made in Connecticut or Rhode Island or Massachusetts, someplace so, uh, kind of nearby. If you're looking for a real honey, yeah, look around where you live. True. Right. And also, speaking about chewing gum, uh, can you maybe play the song by Teresa Brewer? Oh, the chewing gum song. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think we could use that today. <laughs> okay, thank you. Take care. All right, you too. Thanks. Honeycomb. Honeycomb. Pick up some honeycomb. It's darn good life, and it's, it's kind, kind of funny. funny. The lone the be and the okay. bee. I will play that later on that lunchtime oldies. Hi, welcome to the program. Uh-oh. Hi there. Oh, hi. I thought we got cut off. Um, I'm calling about the uh, Taste of Poland at Divine Providence Church. Sure. Um, in addition to the kielbasa and uh, pierogi and gołąbki um, and kielbasa sandwiches, they are offering a cabbage vegetable soup and a Polish pasta. So... The address it is Golden Street and the Greenville section of Norwich. And again, that's the Divine Providence Church. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's all I have to say. So is, uh, what makes pasta Polish pasta? Well, uh, they put a little bit of cabbage and kielbasa. Oh, there you go. Well, there, it's like a bingo. casserole. And that sounds good. Yeah. All right, so that's coming up um, uh, Friday. Friday tomorrow, at, uh, five to seven. Mm-hmm. Take out or dine in. Excellent. Well, I hope it goes well for you as always. And thank you for the opportunity to advertise on your show. My pleasure. Thank you. Yep. Hi, WICH. Welcome to a hang up. I hurt my feelings. Someone hung up and hurt my feelings. I'll have to get to have my feelings go to a shrink. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, but beware of vagabond honey. All right, I will. Thank you. The, the vagabonds will get you. Yes. Somebody has to, yes. Sweet-talking vagabond. So, um, I have an observation. Yes, sir. In the event the Republicans take the Senate, they believe that uh, the Republicans will take the House of Representatives then Biden will be in a reverse Hoover situation. Now, a reverse Hoover means that, uh, incidentally, with uh, in relation to other calls, uh, this morning with uh, Colonel Bob Simmons, mm-hmm. and with, uh, the discussion with the FBI, in the reverse Hoover situation, where Hoover was a Republican and the uh, Democrats controlled both houses, I believe, during his administration, uh, before FDR, who took a lot of his programs. Then, with Biden a Democrat and the Republicans in Congress in control, then the reverse Hoover situation has to present itself as the FBI, if they were doing illegal searching, would have to return collateral evidence they seized to the rightful owners. Uh, does that does this seem just? 
I don't know all the ramifications and uh, the legalities of all that. So, yeah. what do well, you think? Common decency. Mm-hmm. Sure. Would would help. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hoover. He was interesting, Mr. Hoover. Before he got into vacuum cleaners. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Uh, I have an item for swaps for you. That'll be fine for me. Okay. Yeah, I have an outboard motor, a Honda 100, four-stroke CD1, and I'm asking $200. My number is 860-848-9881. Okay, good luck, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Hi, what's up with you today? Hi, hi, Stu. Hi there. You know, um, I was glad to hear that woman say she writes thank you notes. Mm. Because it means a lot to people to get a thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a nice, it's a nice thing to do, and people usually put a little note in there. Yes, and also to say thank you to them when they do something for you or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. Um, and... You know, I remember uh, when I was in school, um, I dated this doctor who um, was up all night with a patient, and they t- this is when it, when it dawned on me, and he said that the family never thanked him. He, he was with them all night, and he pulled through and everything. Wow. And, and it le- leaves... So thank your doctors, too. It's always a good uh, idea, you know, visiting somebody in the hospital, and you know they're treating nice with the nurses and everything. Uh, so I know people bring them little gifts sometimes. Yes, mm-hmm. but you but you should thank the people taking care of them, too. All right. You know, it really meant a lot to him, and, and uh, I never forgot it. So, so say thank you to people, because it means a lot to well, them. Well, I know you're the type of person that does that, and I wish more people did. Thank you. Well, I do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Send a thank you note for your calls. 860-889-5252 is our number. We have some time for this. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Uh, just checking in to see um, if you bought yourself a neti pot. I didn't get the neti, the neti pot yet, but I'm, you know, I'm working on it. And, and the lady's right. Um, I used to buy wild clover honey. Um, mm-hmm. You can kind of get um, things off the shelf that are, like, in front of a, another section that is just a, a local section. You know, sometimes they have that mm-hmm. at a grocery store. <clears throat> so meaning, like, she said, like, all the honey's on the shelf, but they have other, like, kiosks that just say, you know, local-made um, honey. So, so have you um, ever chewed honeycomb? Uh, yes, I have, um, but but different. So when we chewed it, like the honey literally came oozing out, oh. and uh, my husband would spit the, the wax part out because it's almost like the wax from the comb. He oh. love it. Yeah, you get it at local places. That's like a a standard place that you just literally walk in, and all they sell is honey products. So did but, you um, ever hear it's good for colds or allergies or? Yeah. Yep. Um, whatever the pollen is in there that the bees give off or whatever, uh-huh. but um, from time to time, I'm, not, I'm a non-cost medicine person unless I'm 
kind of hacking up along, which thank God it doesn't happen to me. And I, I tend to uh, take a table, tablespoon of honey before bed if I'm coughing, and it tends to suppress it a little bit. Oh. Unless you got a bad cold. Okay. And then the other quick thing is, um, I'm a thank you note writer as well. I have just blank note cards. And uh, from time to time, my neighbors, you know, put the cookies in the mailbox at Christmas. There's like 17 of us on the street. And um, I'll, I'll write them a thank you note. And um, they do as well sometimes. So it is, it's endearing and it's nice. It is and, endearing. Uh, That's a good word for it. And uh, well, thank you, and honey. That's the way I was brought up as well. So tell her it's good for her. Clap, clap. So, um, all right, we'll have some. Thank you. <laughs> Try the honey. Okay, bye. Make a note to stop by and get some. Honey, honey, how you feel me? Uh-huh. Honey, honey. Honey, honey, nearly kill me. Uh-huh. Honey, honey. Honey, honey lasts a long time. Was it forever? The expiration date is forever, I think. Hmm. Honeycone. Just thinking of songs with honey in the title. Oh my goodness, here I go again. Boom. All right, we have time for uh, another call or two. You can either do swap and sell or call me honey, whatever you like. But local honey, I've heard that so many times. The best thing is the local honey. You know, it's don't get honey from Switzerland. Not that they have bad honey, but, you know, get your own local honey and uh, see what happens. All right. We're getting ready for the news. Do I look okay for the news? I'll be going undercover for the news under a chair. And after the news, we'll get to our lunchtime oldie break. Some of the greatest hits of all time mixed up a little bit differently. Right, honey? You're all set? Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich and 94.5, uh, W233DV in Norwich. Yes, we're on FM2. Right now it is noon news time. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Price increases moderating in the U.S. last month, the latest sign that the inflation pressures that grip the nation might be easing as the economy slows and consumers grow more cautious. Consumer inflation reached 7.7% in October from a year earlier and 4 tenths percent from September. The year-over-year increase, a slowdown from 8.2% in September, was the smallest rise since January. That's the sound of storm surge ocean water pouring into the streets near the boardwalk in Hollywood Beach, Florida. Thanks to WSVN. Robbie Berg, the senior hurricane specialist with the National Hurricane Center, says Nicole has been battering the Florida coast. Nicole made landfall uh, along the east coast of Florida around Vero Beach at about 3 a.m. this morning. Um, And now it's moving further inland, so its winds have decreased a bit. Nicole hit Florida as a hurricane, but is now a sprawling tropical storm. Also at townhall.com, President Biden says Democrats performed better than expected in the midterms, but 
He knows voters still have big concerns. More from Greg Cluxton. The president called election night a strong night for Democrats. And we lost fewer seats in the House of Representatives than any Democratic president's first midterm election in the last 40 years. But speaking at a White House press conference, he also acknowledged that many Americans remain dissatisfied with the country's direction. The voters were also clear that they are still frustrated. I get it. The president said he's prepared to work with Republicans in Congress, but also said he wouldn't budge on climate, abortion, and other key priorities. Greg Clugston, Washington. Wall Street surging after a government report showed inflation eased. The Dow is ahead 995 points. More at townhall.com. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code SLEEK at checkout. That's harrys.com, code SLEEK. Enjoy! Iranian state media says security forces have arrested a female employee of the British-based TV channel Iran International. She was trying to flee the country. Earlier this week, the Iranian government had called London-based Iran International TV, long opposed to the regime, a terrorist organization. As well as being one of its employees, Elham Afkari is reported to be the sister of wrestler Naveed Afkari, who was executed in Iran two years ago after being convicted for stabbing a security guard to death. The Afkari family say he was tortured into making a a false confession. BBC correspondent Mike Thompson, Greece's energy and environment minister, says U.S. energy giant ExxonMobil has begun prospecting for natural gas that's off the coast of southwestern Greece, kicking off a delayed project, Europe seeking alternative energy sources. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Fox's NFL pregame show going international for the first time in 13 years for the annual Veterans Day show. This week's NFL Fox Sunday will originate from Cutter. The Phoenix Suns hold off the Minnesota Timberwolves by that's after building a 27-point lead. Devin Booker and Mikhail Bridges each scored over 30 points in the Suns' 129-117 victory at Minnesota. Booker delivered 32 points and a season-high 10 assists. Bridges scored 13 of his 31 points in the first quarter. Cameron Payne chipped in 23 points, starting in place of Chris Paul, who sat out with right heel soreness. Phoenix led by as many as 27 in rebounding from Monday's loss to the 76ers. Rudy Gobert returned to Minnesota's lineup after a two-game absence due to health and safety protocols. Gobert scored 13 of his team-high 25 points in the third quarter. I'm Dave Ferry. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott.
It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Honeycomb, honeycomb. Well, it's a darn good life and it's kind of funny how the Lord made the bee and the bee made the honey and the honeybee looking for a home. And they called it a honeycomb and they roamed the world and they gathered all of the honeycomb in the one sweet fall and the honeycomb from a million trips made my baby's lips so honeycomb I want you be my baby well the honeycomb be my own got a hank of hair and a piece of bone they made a walking and talking honeycomb well honeycomb I want you be my baby well the honeycomb be my own what a darn good life when you got a wife like a honeycomb Honeycomb And the Lord said now that I made a bee I'm gonna look all around for a green, green tree And he made a little tree and I guess you heard Pop them, well he made a little bird And they waited all around until the end of spring I guess every note that the birdies sing And they put them all in the one sweet tone for my honeycomb, oh honeycomb, oh, won't you be my baby? Well, the honeycomb be my own. Got a hank of hair and a piece of bone, and made a walking, talking honeycomb. Well, the honeycomb, oh, won't you be my baby? Well, the honeycomb be my own. What a darn good life when you got a wife like honeycomb. Honeycomb. And the Lord said, now that I made a bird, I'm gonna look all around for a little old word. It sounds about sweet like a turtle dove. And I guess they're gonna call it love. And he roamed the world, looking everywhere. We're getting love from here, love from there. And he put it all in a little old part of my baby's heart. Oh, honeycomb, oh, won't you be my baby? Well, the honeycomb be my own. Got a hank of hair and a piece of bone. They made a walking, talking honeycomb. Well, honeycomb, oh, won't you be my baby? Well, the honeycomb be my own. What a darn good life when you got a wife. Like honeycomb. honeycomb. There's your honeycomb, the complete version of that. Welcome to our lunchtime oldies. Let's have a good time. Little chewing gum song? Yeah, we got the chewing gum song. Thank you. 
give me a nickel to buy a pickle. I didn't buy a pickle. I bought some chewing gum. Chew, 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 chewing gum. How I love chewing gum. I'm crazy over chewing gum. I chew, chew, chew. My aunt gave me a quarter for soda water. I didn't buy the water. I bought some chewing gum. Chew, 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 chewing gum. How I love chewing gum. I'm crazy over chewing gum. What can I do? Even blowing bubbles in my dreams. My pop gave me a dollar to buy a collar. You should have heard him holler when I bought chewing gum. Chew, 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 chewing gum. How I love chewing gum. I'm crazy over chewing gum. I chew, chew, chew. Chew, 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 chewing gum. How I love chewing gum. Teresa Brewer, W-I-C-H, with the chewing gum song, but don't chew gum in school. That was a big crime when we went to school. Now that's the least of their worries, right? Don't be a Charlie Brown. Fee, fee, fa, fa, fo, fo, fum. I smell smoke in the auditorium. Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown, he's a clown. That Charlie Brown, he's gonna get dumb. Just you wait and see. Why is everybody always picking on me? That's him on his knees. I know that's him Yelling seven come eleven down In the boys' gym Charlie Brown Charlie Brown He's a clown That Charlie Brown He's gonna get caught Just you wait and see Why is everybody always picking on me? Who's always writing on the Classroom, cool and slow. Who calls the English teacher daddy? Oh, Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown, he's a clown. That Charlie Brown, he's gonna get caught. Just you wait and see. Why is everybody always picking on me? had a lot of fun with their songs, didn't they? Good old Charlie Brown. 
be looking for their Thanksgiving special coming out very soon. Charlie. You can call him Charles, you can call him Chuck, or just Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, a little vaudeville music from the Andrews Sisters. Charlie, my boy, oh, Charlie, my boy, you thrill me, you chill me with shivers of joy. You've got the kind of sort of bit of a way that makes me, takes me, tell me, what shall I say? And notions of love and romance Your mother told me that you shouldn't be kissed But then you coax in ways are hard to resist My lips refuse, but your eyes insist Oh, Charlie, my boy sisters, W-I-C-H, they used to entertain the troops all the time. They were just a really terrific group of gals, and for those of you who know a Charlie or a Chuck or a Charles, a little song for you right there on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from W-I-C-H AM and FM. How about a little Neil Diamond? He's happy as baby loves him. Baby loves me, yes, yes, she does. All oh, the girls have a side, yeah. Says she loves me, yes, yes, she does. Mm, gonna show me tonight, yeah. Hey, she got the way to move me, Jerry. She got the way to prove me. She got the way to move it to everybody. She got the way to move it. All right. Wee ha! Tell her, oh, mama, girl, I can't stay long. We got things we gotta catch up on. Mm, you know, you know what I'm saying. While the music is playing hey. 
For the very first, it's Neil Diamond on Stu's Lunchtime Break. Here's the weather. It's going to cost you. It's a beauty. Sunny, high 66. Tonight, increasing clouds. Not as chilly, though, 52. Friday, Veterans Day. Cloudy, breezy. Some showers early, but mostly in the afternoon later. High 68. Rain picks up at night. Isolated thunderstorms possible. Also, the wind gets stronger. Gusts up to over... 50 miles per hour possible, but that's later in the day. It uh, certainly won't affect the Veterans Day activities. Now, Saturday, wet and windy, drier during the afternoon. Believe it or not, we're going to get up to 70 degrees. Sunday gets much cooler, sun and clouds, high 50. So a little bit of everything there for you. Our temperature is at the high point today. 64 degrees. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Valby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street in Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Valby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? 
season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at Valvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Valvies, you're gonna love it. We used to have an expression when you, uh, you know, a little irritated with somebody, you would go, chip, 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 chip. Remember that? Well, there was a hit song called Chip, Chip, and the year was... 1962. Eh, chip, 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 chip. From a one little kiss and a lot of loving, you build a big mansion of love. Hill of happiness with someone that you've been dreaming of. You build a wall all around with a lot of loving all around your mansion of love. Then one day you hear a strange little sound trying to tear your mansion down. Whoa, 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 chip, chip. You tell a little lie. Chip, chip. You make your baby cry. Chip, chip. You cheat a little bit, chip, chip. You quarrel over it. Oh, one day you're gonna discover one little wrong leads to another. Chip, chip, a chipping away, chipping at your mansion of love. One little spark when it starts to glow and can warm a big mansion of love. One little wrong brings on the gloom, puts a chill in a heavy room. Whoa, whoa, chip, chip, you tell a little lie. Chip, chip, you make your baby cry. Chip, chip, you cheat a little bit. Chip, chip, you quarrel over it. Oh, one day. Gonna discover one little wrong leads to another chip, chip, a chipping away, chipping at your mansion of love. Chip, chip, a chipping away, chipping at your mansion of love. Chip, chip, a chipping away, chipping at your mansion of love. Chip, chip. Mm, prefer a chocolate chip or a potato chip? Jim McDaniels, he's the guy that had the hit called 100 Pounds of Clay. Don't forget tomorrow, honor the veterans as we do every day here at WICH. Veterans Parade is uh, going to be tomorrow. Starts at 11 o'clock. So... Check it out. We'll tell you more about that in just a little bit. W-I-C-H, AM and FM, the Veterans Day Gathering. It's going to be tomorrow at 11 o'clock, the annual Veterans Day program, Friday, November 11th at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. on the 11th. Richard E. Horrigan, VFW Post, 594, 30 Connecticut Avenue in Norwich. 
Join the folks commemorating all those who have honorably served in the United States military. For more information or questions, call 237-7323. Let's have a big turnout for our veterans tomorrow. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. up for Veterans Day there with a great song by the Shirelles, a million seller for them, Soldier Boy. You know, in the 60s, uh, an instrumental group was in the top 10 best-selling albums. One week they had three of their albums in the top 10, which is almost unheard of for an instrumental group. And it was Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass.
They were just so popular in the middle 60s. And what surprised uh, everybody in the summer of 1968. Herb Alpert actually sang and had one of the biggest hits of the year. Here he is.
That's Herm Alpert and his Tijuana voice. Uh, this guy's in love with you. Stu Breyer with you. We take our lunchtime oldie break every day. Keith C. Rice will be in tomorrow starting at 10 o'clock with some great music and a uh, very interesting conversation. So join our buddy Keith C. Rice starting tomorrow at uh, 10 o'clock on WICH AM and WICH FM. Colony 6, things that we said today, make sure they're nice things, or we'll be thinking about things that we said another time. Hmm? You say you will love me if I have to go. You'll be thinking of me, somehow I will know. Someday when I'm lonely, wishing you weren't so far away, then I will remember things we said today. You say you'll be mine, girl, till the end of time. These days such a kind girl, seems so hard to find. Someday when we're dreaming Deep in love, not a lot to say Then we will remember Things we said today Me, I'm just the lucky kind Love to hear you 
Things that we said today. Make sure they're good things. Hey, you like a good old Western movie? We had some classics, didn't we? When's the last time you saw the movie High Noon? I'm surprised they haven't done a new version of that. Well, one of the things I remember most about that movie was the song. Where they were going to have the big draw and everybody in town was checking it out. Do not forsake me, oh my darling. On this our day Do not forsake me, oh my darling fate awaits me I only know I must be brave and I must face a man who hates me or lie a coward a craven coward or lie a coward in my grave Oh, to be torn twigs love and duty Supposing I lose my fair-haired beauty Look at that big hand move along Near in high noon He made a vow while in state's prison Vowed it would be my life for his And I'm not afraid of death But oh What will I do if you leave me? Do not forsake me, oh, my darling. You made that promise as a bride. Do not forsake me, oh, my darling. Although you're grieving, of leaving now that I need you by my side wait a 
think anybody got hurt in that movie. It was a draw, right? Uh, anyway, uh, High Noon. Sung by the great Frankie Lane. Ah, Frankie Lane. Remember those westerns? They were either uh, somebody was robbing a stagecoach or they were in the middle of town and they're having a big draw and all the people would be waiting because they wanted a good guy to win and uh, usually they did in those days. Get more for your Medicare dollar, Connecticut, with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from United Healthcare. With a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare dollar, including better than ever dental, vision, over the counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 296 0896. That's 1 855 296 0896. Benefits, features, and/or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. Trying to think of another song that has a duel in it, uh, you know, in the middle of the town, and they're having a big draw. And uh, I don't know, did they sell tickets to that? Anyway, there was one called Ringo by uh, the head Bonanza guy there, Lorne Green. We haven't played that in a long time. Maybe we'll get to it on WICH. In the meantime... Once again, we'll update the weather forecast for you because it's such a good one. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, 66 today, 52 tonight. Scattered showers tomorrow afternoon, 68. Rain picks up tomorrow night with some isolated thunderstorms possible. Wind gets stronger, gusts of 50 miles an hour or better. Wet and windy start on Saturday, but drier in the afternoon, but continued windy. High near 70, but that'll be early. Mix of sun and clouds on Sunday and a high of 50. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 63 degrees on Stu's lunchtime oldies. The weather's so warm, maybe the roses will be back out soon. But I can't promise you a rose garden. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. Along with the sunshine. There's gotta be a little Sometime when you take, you gotta give. So live and let live or let go. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. I could promise you things like big diamond rings, but you don't find roses growing on stalks of clover. So you better think it over. Sweet talking, you could make it come true. I would give you the world right now on a silver platter. But what would it matter? So smile for a while and let's be jolly. Love shouldn't be so melancholy. Come along and share the good times while we can. I beg your pardon.
could sing you a tune and promise you the moon But if that's what it takes to hold you, I'd just as soon let you go But there's one thing I want you to know You better look before you leap, still waters run deep And there won't always be someone there Well, I'm in the mood for another one of those Western songs. Uh, you, you up for that? Here's Lauren Green, and here's another one of those meet him downtown and have a little draw. It's a story about Ringo, not the Beatle. He lay face down on the desert sand, clutching a six-gun in his hand. Shot from behind, I thought he was dead, for under his heart was an ounce of lead. But a spark still burned, so I used my knife, and late that night, I saved the life of Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. I nursed him till the danger passed. The days went by, he mended fast. And then from dawn till setting sun, he practiced with that deadly gun. And hour on hour, I watched in awe. No human being could match the draw of Ringo. One day we rode the mountain crest, and I went east, and he went west. I took to law and wore a star, while he spread terror near and far. With lead and blood he gained such fame all through the west, they feared the name of Ringo. I knew someday I'd face the test, which one of us would be the best. And sure enough, the word came down that he was holed up in the town. I left the posse out in the street, and I went in alone to meet Ringo. He said my speed was next to none, but my lightning draw had just begun when I heard a blast that stung my wrist. The gun went flying from my fist, and I was looking down the bore of the deadly 44 of Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. They say that was the only time that anyone had seen him smile. He slowly lowered his gun, and then he said to me, we're even, friend. And so at last I understood that there was still a spark of good in Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. I blocked the path of his retreat. He turned and stepped into the street. A dozen guns spit fire and lead. A moment later, he lay dead. The town began to shout and cheer. Nowhere was there shed a tear for Ringo. Ringo. The story spread throughout the land that I had beaten Ringo's hand. And it was just the years, they say, that made me put my guns away. But on his grave, they can't explain the tarnished star above the name of Ringo. Thank you. 
lost because he drew a drumstick instead of a gun. Ringo used to get some weird songs to sing, and uh, this is one of them, uh, Ringo Starr, called Octopus's Garden. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. He'd let us in, knows where we've been in his octopus's garden in the shade. I'd ask my friends to come and see. We would be warm below the storm in our little hideaway beneath the waves, resting our head on the seabed in an octopus's garden near a cave. We would shout and swim about the coral that lies beneath the waves Oh what joy for every girl and boy Knowing they're happy and they're safe We would be so happy you and me No one there to tell us what to do I'd like to be I still love to dance to that song. Uh, Ringo Starr got the solo on Octopus's Garden. We had Rose Garden and Octopus's Garden, and gee, feel like planting again, right? Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break, W-I-C-H. Got a song coming up by uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary. They could take a folk song and put their style to it, and this became a tremendous hit for them. I had a hangnail. If I had a hammer. If I had a hammer, I'd a hammer in the morning. I'd a hammer in the evening. Over this line. I'd a hammer out of danger. I'd a hammer out of warning. I'd a hammer out of love between my brothers and my sisters. Bye. 
Paul and Mary, Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. We can get another call and a half, another uh, song and a half, I should say, between now and uh, 1 o'clock. When Paul Anka, for those of you who ever saw his uh, live performances, and he's still doing them, he used to start off with a photo album of his family and all his wonderful children, and he would sing this song in the background. I don't know if he still does that, but... This was a special song. It's called The Times of Your Life. Good morning yesterday You wake up And time has slipped away And suddenly it's hard to find The memories you left behind Remember The laughter and the tears The shadows of misty yesteryears The good times and the bad you've seen And all the others in between Remember, do you remember the times of your life? Collect the dreams 
usually we remember the uh, real good times and the real bad times and uh, remember who owes you money. How about a news break? Then we have a very interesting guest. She's a dermatologist. They're having some trials that we'll tell you about. Not the trials in court, but uh, doing uh, a lot of research on skin problems. So let's take you to the news with the clock here. Not a clock, it's a drumstick. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 FM, W233DV in... All right, put the drumsticks away. It is now 1 o'clock, 64 degrees. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Nicole is now a tropical storm as it batters parts of Florida. Donna Warder reports. Robbie Berg of the National Hurricane Center says Nicole's winds have come down a bit, but it's still a large storm. That large wind field is stu- still producing storm surge problems uh, along portions of the east coast of Florida, up into Georgia and South Carolina. And then even later today, we'll see some storm surge flooding in the Appalachian Bay area of Florida. Berg says Nicole is expected to continue moving across central Florida, possibly emerge over the far northeastern Gulf of Mexico this afternoon, and then move across the Florida Panhandle and Georgia tonight into Friday. I'm Donna Water. Also at townhall.com, on the economic front, the number of Americans applying for jobless benefits rose slightly last week. The Labor Department says unemployment claims for the week week ending November 5th rose by 7,000 to 225,000 from 218,000 the previous week. The four-week moving average declined by 250 to 218,750. The labor market remains healthy despite recent job cuts that have begun to spread across sectors most affected by soaring interest rates, such as housing and technology. Correspondent Jeremy House. U.S. consumer inflation reached 7.7% in October from a year earlier and four-tenths percent from September. The year-over-year increase, a slowdown from 8.2% in September, was the smallest rise since last January. Stocks bursting toward their best day in years as exhilaration sweeps Wall Street after a report showed inflation in the U.S. slowed last month. The Dow ahead 779 points down, the Nasdaq up 574. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a Sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817 912 1569. 
Russian's President Putin not attending the G20 summit in Indonesia this year. The news that Putin would not attend the G20 meeting was announced by an Indonesian government official. The move would enable the Russian leader to avoid a possible clash with the United States and its allies over the war in Ukraine. The summit would have been the first time President Joe Biden and President Putin were together at a gathering since the start of the Russian war in Ukraine. The event will take place on the Indonesian island of Bali and will start on November the 15th. I'm Karen Chamas. The Taliban banning women from using gems in Afghanistan. That's according to an official in Kabul. It's the religious group's latest edict cracking down on women's rights and freedoms since they took power more than a year ago in August 2021. Girls banned from middle school and high school. Women are also banned from parks. The ban came into effect this week. Breaking news at townhall.com. Bao Tong, the most senior Communist Party official imprisoned over the Tiananmen protests that shook Beijing in 1989, has died at 90. In the 1980s, Bao Tong was one of a group of senior officials in China pushing for greater political and economic reforms. He served as an advisor to the then head of the Chinese Communist Party, Zhao Ziyang. But then came the Tiananmen protests. As the hardliners took control, Bao Tong was detained, as was his boss, Mr. Zhao. The advisor spent the last three decades of his life either in prison or under surveillance at home. Later in life, despite detention, he became one of the Communist Party's most vocal critics. BBC correspondent Michael Burstow. Kenya's parliament approving the deployment of nearly 1,000 troops for a new regional force in eastern Congo. Amid questions about that $37 million cost, international financing may be secured. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. Have you ever been involved in a clinical trial? We've got some interesting uh, information, medical information for you with my guest. Her name is Dr. Let's see if we can pronounce it right. Dr. Sarika Ramachandran. Hi, doctor. Hi, thanks so much for having me today. Well, it's a pleasure. Um, you do a lot of work at Yale, primarily in the uh, line of dermatology, is that correct? That's right. I'm a dermatologist here at Yale. And you're having uh, certainly, uh, certainly a new uh, way to find out about disorders when it comes to skin. Tell us about it. Sure. So uh, my interest and uh, my passion is about uh, autoimmune cutaneous disease, and this includes cutaneous or skin diseases um, such as lupus. And so uh, I've been working with my colleague, uh, Dr. Fodios Kamporis, uh, on an uh, interesting and cool multidisciplinary clinic where we help patients who have systemic uh, lupus and cutaneous lupus as well as other autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. Do you? And, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go right ahead. And and you know we're uh, we're interested in expanding the uh, program even more in the cutaneous realm to help these patients who often have recalcitrant and difficult to treat disease and uh, hoping to help them find good treatments for this disease. And so this is where clinical trials comes into play. And so clinical trials can offer a unique and innovative uh, approach to helping patients who suffer with recalcitrant disease. And that's uh, one of the things that we were specifically looking for. 
So if one has a skin problem, they may want to volunteer to be a part of this clinical trial. Is that how it works? So um, what we're uh, looking to do is to improve um, clinical trials in uh, lupus specifically. So lupus is a type of disease. It's a, it can be a multi-system disease, um, and we're focusing on patients who have uh, skin disease, which can also be associated with multi-system disease as well. Now, this disease lupus can preferentially affect uh, patients with skin of color, and so our goal is to to improve access to these clinical trials to all patients, and especially patients who are affected by lupus, including patients with skin of color. What exactly is lupus? I never kind of connected it with uh, skin problems, but is it connected with skin problems? Yes, it can be. So lupus is an autoimmune disease. This is where the immune system uh, can be overactivated or activated in an abnormal way, mm-hmm. and it can uh, actually affect multiple organ systems. It can affect uh, the skin, the joints. It can affect other systems such as the kidneys, the brain, and so it can affect many different systems. In the skin, it can cause rashes. Uh, it, people can sometimes describe in acute lupus or systemic lupus, they can get what's called a butterfly rash where it affects the cheeks and the nose. And um, there are other forms of lupus that can just affect the skin itself. And so this is the set of patients that um, I'm really have been working on as a dermatologist to help to find treatments because skin lupus can lead to scarring, permanent disfigurement, and it can also actually affect the hair and cause permanent hair loss. So, uh, so cutaneous lupus can have many devastating, uh, devastating impacts uh, for our patients. How is lupus treated now? I mean, you're looking for new ways, obviously, and new discoveries, but um, is there a pretty good way to control it now? So, you know, for skin lupus specifically, one of the things that we start with is preventative measures. So Mm -hmm. sun protection is a very important uh, start to uh, helping prevent skin lupus from coming out. Beyond that, uh, we have topical medications that can be helpful, topical steroids, uh, a medication called topical calcineurin inhibitors, and then there's medications um, that are called antimalarials that actually modulate the immune system. Beyond that, we have things that can suppress the immune system and newer medications, biologic medications, that can be very helpful in controlling the disease. But despite having these different options, there are some patients that still flare and that still have cutaneous lupus, skin lupus, that can be hard to treat. And that's where the clinical trials can come into play. So we have clinical trials that can potentially offer these patients that are struggling a new option. And that's where, you know, the Robert A. Wynn Diversity and Clinical Trials Award Program, uh, you know, which was uh, created by the Bristol-Myers Squibb Foundation, uh, has been very helpful um, in offering uh, to provide resources uh, to help improve this. I uh, recently was awarded uh, a career development award through them, and it will help me to gather resources to create an easier way to improve access to these clinical trials for my skin lupus patients and especially improve diversity in these clinical trials, which is crucial for these skin lupus patients 
um, as we were talking about before, you know, it preferentially affects patients with skin of color. And so it's very, very important Mm -hmm. to make sure that the clinical trials are inclusive of the patients that this disease really affects. How does somebody get involved with the clinical trials? Are they do some traveling or is this something all over the country or? So there are clinical trials available for different diseases, including lupus, across the country. They tend to be uh, focused at different centers. Um, You can actually go to a website uh, to find out about clinical trials for, um, you know, any given disease. Uh, For us, we have our uh, trial center here in uh, New Haven, uh, but people that are located in other areas can find clinical trials um, closer to their homes as well. Well, New Haven is not that far from us. We're in Norwich, <laughs> Connecticut, so this works out uh, very nicely. So they would just uh, contact you and you'd set up an appointment, and is it that easy? Yeah, so, you know, um, it can it can happen through um, their physicians and physicians that have access and are able to reach out to us as well. So um, I highly encourage anybody that, um, you know, that is uh, has a question or has recalcitrant disease to speak with first their physicians to see if, um, you know, what, what treatment options there are and then to really through with the, with the help of their physician to reach out. But now that's a really important point because what we're going to also do through this program and what we're going to try to do is improve, you know, our patient groups, patient support groups. And so there are a lot of different ways that we can disseminate information. One of the things that I actually am hoping to do through this uh, career development uh, award is to create uh, for my for this set of disease, for skin lupus, a registry where patients can uh, hopefully more easily access information about these clinical trials. So with your, all your research, is there some things that look very promising to you that you would like to find out just how effective they can be? Yes, there are several medications that are coming down the pipelines that hold a lot of promise, both for systemic lupus as well as skin lupus. And um, there have been a few medications, very few medications, that have been approved by the FDA over the last few decades for lupus. And we're hoping that in the next few years that we get even more uh, medications and more options for our patients. It's very good with things that you do. Well, you know, seeing you're a dermatologist, I've always liked to ask this question to dermatologists. Naturally, people can get sunburn in the winter. They they think automatically, well, I'm not going to I'm going to go out in the sun, but it's not going to affect me. That's not true, is it? That's an excellent question. You're absolutely right. There is UV every time of the year. So in the winter on a cloudy day, there's UV out there, and so it's super important to use sun protection for everyone. And we do, we definitely emphasize this for our lupus patients because UV actually can bring out skin lupus and cause flares. So that's a really excellent question. You're absolutely right. It's really important to use sun protection in as many forms as you can use it all throughout the year. So using uh, sun uh, block with SPF in it, uh, making sure you're using those wide-brimmed hats. Those are the ones that make you look a little bit like a celebrity, and mm-hmm. also making sure um, that you're getting sun-protective clothing, especially for days that are particularly sunny and we're gonna, when you're going to be spending a lot of time outside. So that's very, very important. I see that says sun-protecting clothing, and I'm wondering, if, is that a gimmick? But there really is such a thing, right? 
There really is. There are uh, companies that specialize in sun protective clothing that have a UPF in them, so they have a protective factor that can help uh, to prevent sun damage. Um, and they make clothing, you know, that can be lightweight. So, you know, you think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be covered up. How am I going to do this on a hot day? But they actually specialize in making clothing so that it's kind of tolerable to wear and even fashionable. And so there's definitely options and definitely things that we can do to protect ourselves. So most of the things we see are like 15 SPF, and uh, what's the, uh, what do you recommend for the lotion that we put on ourselves? That's a great question. So the official recommendation is to use an SPF of 30 or higher. Mm-hmm. You want to also make sure that it says broad spectrum, because the broad spectrum tells you that you're going to get protection from both UVA as well as UVB. Optimally, you'd be reapplying every one and a half to two hours when you're spending time outside. I tell people that when you're, you know, getting ready in the morning, get a moisturizer with an SPF in it so that you can put it on your face, you can put it on your neck, your chest, even your hands and your arms and any exposed areas, even on in a fall day. And this will help to prevent you from getting extra UV exposure. It's remarkable that we sometimes we think it's cloudy and uh, what do I need to put it on? But it goes right through the clouds, right? It absolutely does. It absolutely does. And, you know, it can go uh, through certain car windows as well. You know, I we're talking a little bit about lupus, and I've had patients, my lupus, my skin lupus patients, who will note that if they forget to use sun protection, even if they're driving in a car, if they take, like, a long car ride, they may notice that they have a skin lupus flare afterwards if they forgot to use some of the sun protection. Hmm. When you say a skin lupus flare, does that mean it's, temporary or once you have it you've got it well skin lupus flare is when the skin disease is exacerbated by something and it shows up Mm -hmm. you know so a flare is usually a worsening of it um there's ways um that can help to control it and get it under better control some of the medications that we were talking about a little bit earlier can help you know when we get flares of skin lupus we can sometimes apply topical steroids um, or use some other medications if necessary. So there are ways that we can, you know, we can get it under control, um, but it can, it can be, you know, significantly impact life. It can be very, you know, certain forms of lupus can cause permanent scarring and permanent hair loss. And so it's really important to try to treat it um, as quickly and as, as best we can. So, and I know you've done all kinds of research. Uh, you've got wonderful credentials here, doctor, a medical director of Yale Medicine Dermatology. Do you find that people who are from uh, certain countries maybe are just hardly ever get a skin problem? I think there are skin problems mm-hmm. that affect people from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be different types of skin problems, but skin disease can affect all of us. It can affect us in different ways. Uh, but skin disease really does affect quite a diverse population and really everybody in some potential way. Because I always say that, um, for instance, people who are red, who have red hair and um, very uh, white skin, that they're more prone to really get hurt with their skin uh, and should be extra careful. So some people can be more prone to sun damage, but something that is really important to note is that patients with any skin color can potentially get skin cancer. So it's really important that we all take good care of our skin and use those sun protective efforts and the measures that we can to reduce our UV exposure.
I know some people who don't go to uh, maybe every three or four years they go to a dermatologist. What do you recommend? So it depends on personal history. It depends also on family history. Um, you know, patients that have a history of skin cancer should absolutely be seeing uh, seeing a dermatologist uh, usually once a year at least. And people who have a severe history of even melanoma may need to see their dermatologist every few months. Um, patients who have a strong family history of melanoma or a first-degree relative with melanoma should be seeing the dermatologist likely around once a year as well. Um, I also strongly recommend that my patients do self-skin checks. Um, one of the kind of nice ways of remembering to do a self-skin check is on your birthday date. So say you're born, I'm born September 7th. So on September 7th, October 7th, November 7th, and every other 7th throughout the year, I tell patients every monthly, make sure you do a quick skin check of yourself to make sure you know where your moles are and to catch if anything is changing. That's mm-hmm. kind of a nice way to make sure that if there is something going on, you yourself are your, you know, a good advocate for yourself. And it's always good because I know from talking to my dermatologist, if there's something that they look at pre-cancer, they can freeze it off. There are certain things we can definitely treat um, more easily if we catch them earlier, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, if somebody would like to get involved with your clinical trial, um, what would be the best way to get in touch with you? So, um, you can contact us through the uh, Yale Center. Um, There is a Yale Center for Clinical Trials, as well as um, you can also, if you're interested in um, reaching out as a patient, we have our um, office number as well where you can get involved as a patient, Um, and also reaching out through your physician, so a referral to either your primary care physician or if you're already seeing a rheumatologist or dermatologist, um, they can refer to us uh, at Yale Dermatology, and we would be happy to help in any way that we can. It's really a pleasure to speak with you, and uh, this one other thing people say, get out and get some sunshine, because that's good for you, vitamin D and what have you. So when you've loaded up on uh, suntan lotion, does that take away some of the benefits you get from the sun? So it's a good question. It's a very good question. So with regards to vitamin D, it is important to have good levels. But our recommendation for vitamin D is to make sure that if your numbers are low, that you're supplementing, you're talking to your primary care doctor or your dermatologist and doing um, potential supplementation with um, the vitamin D that's available um, as either pills or other forms. And so I think it's always important to use sun protection. I think it's always important to make sure that you're using um, sunscreen. I think that you need to make sure, though, that your vitamin D levels are okay. You should check in with your primary care um, to see what those levels are. And if those levels are not where they need to be, then using supplementation can be helpful. Sometimes I see uh, young people on the beach, and I was one of them. You know, you go to the beach, you want to look really good in Hollywood, go out and meet folks, and uh, I almost want to just go up to them and warn them, you know, what, what could be in the very near future for you. If you don't take care of that. So uh, do you go through that a lot when you see people just out there burning their faces off? You know, I think that we as dermatologists try to talk to patients and tell them about the dangers of skin cancer, definitely. But I also talk to patients about, um, you know, changes in their skin such as photo aging, you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, that can sometimes also, you know, appeal to people in a different way. I think it's really, really important from a skin cancer prevention standpoint to be protective of your skin. But also, you know, I think people sometimes also hear, oh, you may have premature photo aging and think, oh, well, you know, maybe maybe I should be using that sunscreen. So uh, it's interesting. I, I remember several years ago I had a patient, and uh, she came in to, to see me, and we, she had a lot of uh, these pre-skin cancers that sometimes mm-hmm. we treat with topical creams and yep. uh, other other ways. And we ended up, uh, you know, treating her with the topical cream, and sometimes you can have quite a red reaction after you use the cream. And so she did have a bit of a red reaction. She called, and, and, and she said, um, you know, she was concerned about the reaction. I brought her in after she had used it, and she had this red reaction. I took a look at it, and, and it was kind of within what we normally expect, and I, and I told her that I expected it to get better over the next several weeks. But I took a photograph, and I said, why don't you come back in in a few weeks? We'll just make sure that it, it heals. And so I took the picture, and, you know, she came back a few weeks later, and her skin looked great. It had improved greatly. And um, she thanked me, and as she was leaving, she said to me, Hey, Doc, can I please have a copy of that photograph that you took last time? And, oh, I said, of course, you can have a copy. But I was curious. I said, you know, out of curiosity, uh, why do you need the the photograph? I'm just wondering. Because it was her skin, very red and very irritated. And she said, you know what? I'm going to show that photograph to my granddaughters. Ah, good idea. You know, when, when they're thinking of going outside without sun protection, they think twice. You're so knowledgeable, I hate to let you go, but i I, I got to ask you this. Are there some things, women products that they use uh, that are bad for your skin? You know, there's all kinds of things out there. Are there things you, they shouldn't use? So that's, that's a really important and uh, interesting question. I could probably spend a lot of time talking about it, but um, I think that the important things to keep in mind when you're using a product is to make sure that there's no ingredients that you may be allergic to, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want, you know, people that have sensitive skin um, want to kind of use things that may be fragrance-free, okay? And really just keeping your regimen simple, especially if you have sensitive skin. You know, the more things you add to your regimen, the more likely you are to have potential, um, you know, sensitivities to it. So um, you want to make sure when you're thinking about your skincare regimen that you have some form of UV protection. You want to use a moisturizer. And those are really the foundation of a good skincare regimen. And you go from there, and when you have, you know, sensitive skin, you just have to be careful of anything you add. You, be, you, you take good care in what you choose. It's a real pleasure to talk with you, Dr. Sarika, and uh, thanks for all you do uh, with the Yale Medicine Dermatology right in New Haven, which is not that far from WICH. So keep up the good work, and uh, I hope there's some new great discoveries in the horizon due to these clinical tests. and. We can help people even more. So thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to you about uh, the cutaneous lupus and especially the uh, diversity in clinical trials program, the Robert A. Wynn. All right, uh, doctor. Program. Thank you. Thank have you. a wonderful day. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Stu Breyer with the WICH. Uh, we'll take a little break. We'll be back if you would like to join us on an open forum at 889-5252. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! 
score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. Stu is with you on a beautiful uh, fall day. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Stu. How's it going? Pretty good, sir. Okay, a very interesting topic, and uh, people shouldn't take that uh, topic lightly. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and... Uh, you know, everybody wants to look good getting burned in the tan, but then later on you say, whoa, I got these premature wrinkles, so... Later on you pay for it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think the wind chimes are going to be busy tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? What's up? Well, we're going to get that wind. Oh, my God. Wind. It's going to keep you up all night? Well, I don't know about that. All right, you're a good sleeper. That's good. Not really, but I don't think mm-hmm. I'll be up all night. Yeah, it's going to be uh, rainy and windy, yep. Mm-hmm. What's with the Gabby Cabby? I haven't heard much about him lately. Well, I, he's not well, I can tell you that much. Um, he's just, uh, he's come down with something, and uh, I've tried to get in touch with him, but uh, he has not answered, uh, and believe me, he would if he was okay. But he did tell me that he was taking time off and that he had some uh, f- uh, you know, problems with his health, and... Uh, well, it's, it's I wish it. him the best I miss of him. luck. I miss the know? guy. I really do miss the guy a lot. Yeah, he had some interesting stories. I know. It just kind of hit him all of a sudden, and then uh, nothing. Okay. A couple more things. Sure. Uh, next week, I'm heading down to PA, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask my friends down there, what the heck is the matter with that state? Well, it's interesting to see what they have to say. I'm going to find out. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, one other thing before I let you go. Don't get into any fights, but what's your other thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the other thing is I think they've been lying to us. There aren't any turkey shortages. Well, the the word that I got, and once again, you know, who knows if they're I'm lying or not. I'll tell you why. Because Bird flu, they said. Yeah, go I'll ahead. I'll tell you why, because, and I can justify this. I was in Stopping Shop today, and they got <clears> turkeys <throat> all over the place. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I got the flyer in front of me, and they're not that, they're not that uh, expensive, neither. Starting off at 49 cents a pound, up to a dollar forty-nine a pound, depending on what brand you buy. Well, you would think if there was a real shortage, it would be much more expensive. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going to get a couple and plop them in the freezer. Probably a good idea. All right. Stuffing don't look too bad, neither. 
Oh, I love stuffing. <laughs> yeah. And what else we got here? Oh, yeah, potatoes. Buy one, get one free. In fact, I'd like to get 10 pounds of stuffing and just stuff it with some turkey. I just <laughs> like the stuffing. All right. Well, you have a good day off tomorrow and have a good weekend. All right. Keep those chimes going, my They're going to chime this weekend. I can just feel it. Okay. I hope they stay on the porch. All right. Bye-bye. See you later. Yeah, we got some... Uh, Rickety, rockety weather coming up this week, and for a little bit. Nothing as serious as the problems they've had in the FLA. Hi, welcome to the program. So what kind of stuffing do you like? Because I grew up with the um, the giblets, the gizzards, the liver, the mm. celery, the onion. Um, and my mom did put it in the bird, um, and I've done it both ways, and it's Kind of a lot of work, so I stopped putting it in the bird. And, Most people and, have done know, that. People freaked out about the salmonella, yep. and they stopped doing it. So <clears throat> I do the same thing, but I just mix it up in a bowl and put it in a big um, casserole dish. So um, I buy the Pepperidge Farm like cornbread, which I like better, mm-hmm. stuffing mix. And um, instead of doing the gizzards, we just do chicken livers, onions, and celery. Well, that sounds good. I mean, I would it, go for oh, that. Oh, you're, you're a fan. Nice. Basically, we had just basic stuffing growing up, but I wouldn't mind those things in there as well. well <clears> you <throat> just take chicken livers and saute them in a little butter and get mm-hmm. your cornbread Pepperidge Farm seasoning mix and follow the directions. But add those chicken livers, and it makes a world of difference if, if you like them. Most people are like, ugh. But my grandmother mm-hmm. was Italian, so we would do um, sausage, peppers, and onions. She'd crack an egg and do a little scrambled egg thingy, and she would also do um, chicken livers as well. What nationality are you used to? Well, well uh, you know, when we grew up, and my mother's, mother's from Southie, my, uh, the uh, turkey was, like I, I don't know anybody that stuffs the turkey anymore. They don't put it in there. It's it's like COVID. People are scared. I um, it, it's too much work to stick it in there, and and then pull it out. So what's the difference, you know? But they would mm-hmm. stop doing it because of the um, old salmonella thing. Yeah. So, we'll be having a lot of turkey talk in the next week. So. And that guy that just called, he's <clears throat> he's right. I saw the flyer today at Stop and Shop as well. I'm in North Stonington, but mm-hmm. last Sunday and the Sunday before when I shopped, it wasn't one turkey out. Oh. And I said, where are all the turkeys? And he's like, well, they're in the back. We haven't put them out yet. I'm thinking, why? So well, my husband decided if you can't find a turkey, we'll make a ham. I said, okay. Yeah, you know, we can deal with that. A chicken, anything's I mean, fine with me. So. As long as the company's good, I could have a grilled cheese sandwich. They, I feel the same way. I'd rather have spaghetti or lasagna or eggplant, if you ask me, but uh, that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> During the year, I feel guilty if I have a turkey dinner. It's like, wait a minute. Supposed to wait. That's the funny thing. Nobody buys turkey and has a turkey dinner during the year, but at Thanksgiving, I tend to buy a couple and stick them in the freezer, and then all of a sudden, it's just two of us. We have no children, and um, mm-hmm. y- you make one, and you're not making the whole fixings. You just want it to pick on the next day yeah. cold. So, right. what nationality are you? Have a, have a good day, all right? You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. I was involved with a uh, couple hours, and I... Wasn't able to have the radio listening, but I'm glad you brought the colonel on, for God's sake. You know, and I did. I had I, That wasn't a question. I just wanted to call him and say, hey, thanks for your service. Happy Veterans Day. And, and you know, he's so real. You know, I wish I wish more politicians was on his wavelength. Like uh, Van Morrison, 1984, his album was called Wavelength. Get me on your wavelength. If you could play that sometime, you can turn me on. 
still you don't stuff turkeys. You can, but if you cook it, you gotta clean the cavity out before you put it in the refrigerator. It gets it creates bacteria. Yeah, no, I people don't do that anymore. At least n- nobody that I know. Yeah, yeah, and I love it about the grilled cheese that it just plops flew right out of the window. You're walking down Beantown and grilled cheese sandwich plopped on your head and boom. That's the chance of winning two point four billion dollars. Right. You're right. And why you mention it, I, I Joe? Listen to you. Still, listen, one more thing. Yeah. I want Boston Benny to know this. If he, he lives in Beantown, Boston, he's got an ounce of Irish in him. Your mother and and Nat King Cole were both born on St. Patrick's Day, March seventeenth. They're bookends. Yeah, we Am got right? we got some Am Polish, right? we got some Polish, we got some Russian, we got some. Uh... I know. I didn't mean to bring in all the nationalities and ethnic groups, but the bottom line is, your mother's born. Correct me if I'm wrong. St. Patrick's Day, March seventeenth. Right, right. South Boston. And so mm-hmm. was Nat King Cole. I don't care about the year, but March seventeenth. So all he has to remember every time he, he's loving St. Patrick's Day, eating corn, beef, and cabbage, he'll remember your mother, and he'll remember Nat King Cole in that time he was in uh, in Los Angeles. All right, buddy. Enjoy your grilled cheese sandwich. Uh, yeah, I wish. Love you, man. See you. Boy, I feel like a grilled cheese sandwich now. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Hey. You, hey. you know, you know that commercial they used to have in the good old days, Excedrin Headache Number Five Thousand Six, or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, it's like um, you know, one day after the uh, election, and you get, oh, this is the new assessment in your town. You know, normally my house was going down in assessment prices per well, whatever. Every few years, right? Now it's gone up forty thousand for next year's taxes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, really? House prices are going down. You can't sell them, but and you know, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, it's a joke. And to equal it, equal it out and get off the back of the people in Preston, they need to lessen the mill rate and bring it down by selling that hospital property. Never mind giving it away. We're paying our loans to clean it up. So if they want to raise the taxes and raise the assessment, mine's a joke. I mean, mine is a literal joke. Um... You know, you're going to raise it forty thousand in in an economy like this. Um, I wonder if Sylvia got hers. I feel sorry for people in this town because we got their mind. Well, I think we got run in the town, but they need to sell that property. They don't need to give it away to Mohegan Sun, and we need to get our mill rate down again. And um, you know, so it's like bang, bang, bang. One thing after another. Um, yeah. Well, try to... I, 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 I'm like, really? Like my husband said, how come they came one day after the election? Hmm. And you only have until the 18th to even discuss it with anybody. And it's internet or phone. So, you know, it, it, and don't call the town hall. 
Why not? Oh, I don't know. You don't want to call the town hall? Oh, why bother? Well, you want to express yourself, of course. Well, no, no. The person that is running the assessing department's been down down in there since before Park Spicer. And um, they also sell real estate. So why bother? Why bother? Okay. You know? But, you know, no one's going to have a happy Thanksgiving this year. I really doubt it. Oh, there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't. Well, you know? actually, no. Being a uh, whatever of the pilgrims, hey, look at what they went through. And they got here and, and lived in huts with a dirt floor. So I suppose, yeah, I can be tough like my ancestor, Miles Standish. Why not? Oh, I'm going to have turkey. And I do agree. I, I read the Stop and Shop Fire, but over at ShopRite, you spend a certain amount during the month, and you get a free one. So, you know, you got your pick all over the place. All yeah, right, isn't well, it funny? Hmm? I believed. Yeah, here's my conspiracy theory. I believed there was saying, oh, there's not going to be any turkeys. They're going to be too high priced. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. Because they know that us conservatives, you know, God and country and patriotism, we are the ones that would celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, and they're trying to, like, be a da- Debbie Downer on our Thanksgiving. Well, you don't want to be... The price of it, go, 49 cents a pound. You don't want to be a Debbie Downer. No, I... Yeah, but hmm. there was a lot of Debbie Downers, and the one thing, you know the turkey scourge happened under Obama when they went in and just killed flocks of turkeys? Well, I, I hate to tell him, but a turkey can start in the spring as a little chick or mm-hmm. pole, they call them. Then what you need to have, Susan, is a politically free Thanksgiving. Well, they grow, and they're a big turkey by Thanksgiving. Think mm-hmm. about that. In that little amount of months, they're full grown. I bet nobody believes that, but right, they because I've raised them. Got to go, Sue. Have some joy on this day, will you? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Thanks. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Hey, Stu. Yes, sir. Stu, I hate to call back. What's, what's up? Yeah, I hate to call back, but uh, I just wanted to let I just wanted to let Sue know that 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 uh, fellow's uh, obituary was in uh, yesterday's bulletin, the one that passed away in Preston. So. Oh, okay, it was in yesterday's bulletin. It was in yesterday's bulletin, correct? Okay. All right, thank you for All that. Right. Appreciate it. Yep. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, Stu. Hi there. Well. I've seen the papers. There's plenty of turkeys. Plus, my I ha- my son does the wild turkey. Mm-hmm. He cooks it. It's not too bad. But um, I wanted to say, uh, Susan, maybe you ought to get your house reappraised. It, you know, maybe it what the taxes won't be so high. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's probably what I'm going to do. And we've got such nice people here. Um, but we're all facing these tax hikes everywhere, um, not just Preston, pretty much everywhere, and it's going to be a tough landing, I guess. So um, I try I to do the best we know. can I'm, and see if we can help those that are really down and out. Right. I mean, if there's there's a, I think they said the turkeys were fifty nine cents a pound, 
and you were only allowed two, I believe. There's a couple newspapers that have them. So I want to probably get a couple and try donate them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's um, always a good thing I to mean, do. I mean, really I, I really miss the turkey shoot. Um, it's been fun all these years. and uh, I know. it's. Uh, this is the first year since I've been here. That, uh, I know. And I've been here since 1902. Okay. So this is the first year we haven't had a turkey shoot, but, you know, those things happen. Yeah, they do. And, you know, the farmers are having to pay more for the grain, too. It's not as easy as they may think. Things are expensive. And uh, are you going to have the Christmas thing, tree? I don't know. I oh, don't know okay. yet. Nope. Yeah. I couldn't tell well, you one way or another. Well, you have a good day, week off, weekend off. and. hmm I'm hoping my husband has it off tomorrow. I don't know. Really? Um, yeah. Well, he works out of Canada. And he's in Canada. Know, he works in Canada. Well, he's here in U.S., but he works uh-huh. for a big Canadian company. And um, well, he must be a very yeah. bright man. Very bright man. <clears throat> well, he, he's been in the system to a long time with computers, mm-hmm. and you want to hear him complain about the people, how slow and how they goof off, because a lot of the, his people are working from home, oh, and they I go see. out for coffee and lunch and etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he's trying to pull in the rain on that. But um, That's not going to be easy. He likes his job, but, you know, uh, I, I am probably going to go six months down to Florida and Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hate to go away, you know, because I love the, but we'll see what happens. Um, I just, I just want to be near my two granddaughters and my daughter. Well, Florida's yet, not far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but then I have two sons, you know, and you hate to leave them because neither one of them are married. <laughs> oh, oh really? Anyways, so you still through okay. it like everything, you know. All right, but it'll work it, out, and you'll get away will. from the winter, and uh, hopefully all the hurricanes are out of the system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. my daughter's worried about her daughter yep. right now. Yeah, and um, we'll see what goes on. All but right. I'll, I'll miss you tomorrow, Stu. Well, Keith Things, will be on. Yeah, I know, but, you know, it's not the same as you being on five days a week, and I know, you, you, you know you've been on the air a long time, and... But we miss you on Fridays, so you have a good weekend. Uh, you too, and thanks for calling. We like to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. Did did I hear it correctly, or maybe I was mishearing? Was Sue saying that they're raising the price of turkeys because conservatives like turkey? I, I don't know. I got a little confused with that, so uh, I'm, I'm going to leave politics anyway, that out of turkeys. Make sense. Yeah, okay. a lot of people like turkey, whether you're mm. whether they're conservative or not. We have tr- uh, turkeys on both sides. I to remind people about the Divine Providence Church mm-hmm. dinner tomorrow. Yes, it includes pierogi, kielbasa, um, kawamki, kielbasa sandwiches. I mean, kielbasa sandwiches, kielbasa and cabbage um, casserole with noodles and my most most favorite potato pancakes oh boy sour and cream wonderful dessert if mm-hmm. you get there early enough to get one um, so they're very reasonable 
on Golden Street, and I really urge everyone to come to go. It's five to seven, and you know, I hopefully I don't know whether I personally will go there, or uh, sometimes I have my son go and get it and bring it home to me. But well, as long as you get I'm, your hands on the food, yes. Get some food tomorrow, whether it's me or my son that goes. I love that stuff. Enjoy. Yeah. Anyway, um, and as I said. Turkeys are just, everything is up in price. You know, eggs are up, according to the news, they were up 30%. And I was like, feels like more than that, but it does appear to be about 30%. Um, it's, you know, being, GDP is 7.7%. So I guess it's going down. So maybe Biden is doing something good. Yeah, that'd be great. Know. All I know is mm-hmm. I don't like some of the prices, but. You're right. Thank Stop you. Around. Anyway, have a have a great day. You too. Bye. Thanks. And if the turkeys are too high, I'll just well, I'll just get a big turkey, a picture of a big turkey, and put it on the table, and uh, serve up some grilled cheese sandwiches with tomato, little bacon, maybe. Hi, welcome to the program. You're talking to me. I'm talking to you, sir. In accordance with Connecticut general statutes, the town of Plainfield has completed a reevaluation. Of all real property. Mm-hmm. So the reevaluation is in accordance with the Connecticut general statutes. And it's the whole state, not just. Not just Preston. Right. Mm-hmm. Number two. Yes, sir. Turkeys are being hit by avian flu. That's what, so I, was, that's what I was told, yes killed millions of turkeys to prevent the spread of avian flu. Got nothing to do with Republicans or Democrats. Mm -hmm. Have a good day. You too. I had heard that it's the bird flu. We can call it avian flu, but it's the bird flu. But uh, poor turkeys can't get a break. They got the bird flu. They got Thanksgiving coming up. My goodness. For over 50 years, Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing. You see, some folks look at guns as a Second Amendment right, a vital part of their personal security. Others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post. How you feel about guns is totally up to you. Providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to Ron's. Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. 64 degrees, sunshine. Welcome, you're on the air. Good afternoon, Stoke. Yes, sir, what's up? It is beautiful out there today. Thank you. 
Yes. Uh, my son visited me over at the barn this, this afternoon. He went to the barn to see his dad. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And I've got most of the barn done already. Mm-hmm. But, and here's where the butt comes. Uh, Mr. Mr. Governor, he has been elected, and the gas tax will be on this month. I think he was talking so, about extending the uh, the tax on the gas, so I, I believe that to be true. So, um, in other words, getting rid of the I tax, you, extending. Did I tell you before? What tax? You shouldn't drink before lunch. No, seriously. Uh, are you are you totally out of it? Uh, since I was eight years old, probably. Good. Mm-hmm. You're like the rest of us. So. I think he's going to extend it, the tax break for the gas. So we'll see. Yes. Like I told you before, mm-hmm. you need to see a doctor. I think I do. I've, these allergies are driving me uh, bonkers. All right, sir. We'll see. I'll talk to my wife. Yep. She's going a little bit crazy. Okay? She is? Yes, she is. Can you give me an example What's what's going on with her. Well, she... She she lived so long with me. She's actually beginning to look like me, and now mm-hmm. oh my god, getting, getting more like me. She's a little bit crazy. Well, I think she's going to be receiving an award very soon. Yeah. So, uh, you folks out there, you Democrats, all I can say is, fill up with gas because the. Gas tax is going to be on there the, the end of the month. All right, if you okay. all right, we'll talk about it. Thank you. Yes. I don't believe he's going to uh, take it away, but uh, we'll see. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh yes. Yes, Helen. Yes, I did like to talk to the lady who was talking about the skin because uh, I cannot go in the sun. My skin is very sensitive, mm-hmm. especially with the cancer medicine I have. Yeah, we're, well, we wear some suntan lotion. I cannot go. Yeah. No, I mm-hmm. cannot go. It's uh, okay. my daughter. She go outside. I've heard that. And yeah. uh, she should not be in the sun mm-hmm. because she's over there. <laughs> she has a lot of fakuna coming in her face. <laughs> well, she could just put on a lot of uh, lotion and. Um, yes. That'll be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, how long are you going to. Uh, you used to work five days a week. When can't you come back? Why can't you come back? Come back from where? To to work five days. Oh, five days. Oh, the seven, the seven, the February. Uh, what I'm talking about? Uh, the Friday on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, why you don't come in work on Friday? Well, it's a it's a long story, but. Um, Are you going to? No, 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 no. I'm not planning on that. No, no. So you're not coming back no more on Friday. Eh? Oh, I don't know. Someday I might. Some Friday I might fill in for myself. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, well, so it's it. All right, dear, you We're enjoy. We're not going to have you on Friday mm-hmm. no more. Eh? Enjoy the beautiful uh, no, day. A lot of people like to have you, including me, on Friday, you know. Well, well thank you, it's, uh, but Keith will do a good job tomorrow. All right. All right, dear. Okay, have a nice weekend with your family, dear. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Hey. Uh, happy Veterans Day, even if you're off. How's my artist friend? 
Yeah, and a veteran. And a veteran, which you are, and we appreciate it very much. You know who I miss hearing? Uh, I know you probably haven't heard from the Gabby Cabby. No more <laughs> news on him? Excuse me. Um, somebody asked me that earlier, and uh, he is not well, to be honest yeah, with you. And, uh, I know you Because he used to love, love, love to do it, and uh, he's just not well. Yeah, I loved hearing. Oh, hearing I miss from him. him. I miss him and terribly. I wish I'd taken that trip that he took. You know, you'd go to New York and he'd take you and your friends mm -hmm. on a trip all around the city. Would have been great. I was uh, planning a trip as well, so. Uh, uh, I heard how you're sad about New York City not. I'm very sad about New York City. George. They, um, uh, the people that, uh, in my opinion now, folks that they've elected for mayor and uh, governor have done such a horrible job, in my opinion, that uh, it's really hurt New York. I mean, there's still, still a lot of great things to do there, but they, the, the Blasios, and uh, just it's just very sad, very sad, yeah. in my opinion. My grandfather used to sail his fishing vessel down to, mm -hmm. um, I can't even think, think of the name of the fishing place. Uh, it's down on the end. He'd drop off all the fish. Mm -hmm. And then that was back in the 30s, maybe the 20s. But, it, you know, fishermen, I want to say Fisherman's Wharf. That's San Francisco. But I can't think of the name of the place. It's still there. No, I have lots of friends that go to New York and... Uh they have family in New York, and it's just, uh, I don't think it's what it used to be, and I think it could be, but they're electing, in my opinion, the wrong people. Right. Uh, they have one good thing left in New York, and that's Central Park. Central Park, yes. Beautiful place, and, uh, and the museums are great, too. Well, anyway, you have right. a great long weekend. All right, you too. Thank I you. I got to see Dr. Colson today. <laughs> The podiatrist. Oh, his son, yes, the son, yeah, Dr. Colson's son. The son, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how his father used to be on the radio. And oh, yeah. He was, oh, a, he was a great guy. He was a good guy and a lot of fun. Yeah, he had a sense of humor. <laughs> he sure did. And uh, so you be you enjoy this great day, all right? Right, I will, and you too. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, I'm going to leave you with a great song. It's called Get Happy. That's a, yeah, you can do it. You can get happy. Forget your troubles and just get happy. You better chase all your cares away. Sing hallelujah, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. The sun is shining, come on, get happy. The Lord is waiting to take your hand. Shout hallelujah, come on, get happy. We're going to the promised land. We're heading across the river, wash your sins away in the tide. It's all so peaceful on the other side. Forget your troubles and just get happy. You better chase all your cares away. Shout hallelujah, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day.
forget your troubles and just get happy You better chase all your cares away Sing hallelujah, come on, get happy Get ready for the judgment day That sun is shining, come on, get happy The Lord is waiting to take you by the hand Shout hallelujah, come on, get happy We're going to the promised land We're heading across the river Wash your sins way in the tide And it's all so nice and peaceful When you get on the other side Forget your troubles and just get happy You better chase all your cares away Shout hallelujah, come on, get happy Get ready for the judgment day Get your troubles, come on, get happy. Forget your troubles, come on, be happy. Forget your troubles, come on, stay happy. Happy. Happy, happy, happy. happy. Troubles a bubble and bubbles will all fly away. Or something like that. All right, Frank. Everybody, please be kind to each other. Have a wonderful weekend. Join Keith tomorrow morning. Your number one local connection, Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310.